Yeah, it's also it's also like a lot of people don't realize, and uh, I don't know if you guys have ever talked about it, but or I'm sure you guys have realized it. Not just as Greeks, as growing up ethnic, first generation, like it was tough for us because like, like I don't know about you guys, like your mom was more fluent in French, and and so she had you had a yeah, common language. I had the, I had the French. Your fluidity was a little bit different, right? But like for me, growing up in a in a family where I don't know how George's background was, but my parents like they their their English was horrific and yeah. it still is to Same this here. day, right? Uh, so, I mean, I, I feel like I can express myself in a lot of ways, be it through work or either music or construction or verbally or whatever. But when it comes to like when people you love, like for example, you're having a conversation with your own dad. And you can't really get to the root yeah, of the conversation. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, other, yeah. you know, people don't realize how much of an effect it has on you growing yeah. up. Because, like, what language is my go-to, right? If I really want to get to the pit of my stomach, and I'm and I'm arguing with my dad, and I don't want to go into it because if you want to do the video thing, then I don't want to give an example. But I've had <laughs> situations where my expression in English, it's not going to translate. And this is your father, man. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah, like, yeah. I hear you. You know, I can't speak for everybody's relationship with you can't dad. get you you can't get the right communication yeah, to because, hit the right chord because i, yeah. I it, you're not coming from the same and and language you know if, if you think about language language is intellect it is thought because we're expressing through language so language is is is, is really tied to culture and as much as people you know culture could could stay the same language could alter a little bit but as if language really alters away from culture the culture will follow more the language because the thought process follows right so mm -hmm. that that's basically yeah, yeah. what it is you know so here you're trying to communicate with your parents and you got to go like half greek and the best greek you can and we grew up in canada so it's not like my greek was impeccable so i could get down to the pit of my nerve and say something so i'm going to come back with something english but i'm not really getting my point yeah, yeah. Yeah. and you could you be know? misinterpreted and misinterpreted yeah, yeah, yeah they which, won't understand it they won't yeah. understand yeah. it and, and and the misinterpretation leads to some very yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> and this is where i, I know think, one i know one i know yeah. one i think i've told you yeah, 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 so, yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying so like, i still use that yeah okay so that's that, that's what i'm talking about so like and and this goes beyond being Greek. It's just like for anybody who goes through that change. Yeah, and it, you know what? It, it's hard to express yourself because we have gatherings right now, and like you want to express, I want to express myself, yeah. and my Greek is good, but it's like I said, vernacular. It's the everyday Greek, yeah. like uh, the expressions. But if you want to get more intellectual, mm -hmm. I can't. I can't get there. And I struggle because there's so much I can say and I could break it down into layers yeah. that I cannot give it. So um, I can't get my point across. So I hate conversing because it's like, you're not going to get it. I know that your arguments are, are, are wrong or they're weak, yeah. but I just don't have the mechanism. The mechanism, exactly. Right? So and then the, they don't have the mechanism in English. To, to be able to understand. That's right. To translate it in a way that's where right. they could give you the line. Yeah. So now the only way that's going to work is when you're when you're talking to two people who are like as fluent as each other in both languages and then the other person could pick up on the vibe and turn yeah. around and say like hey okay I get what you're saying yeah, yeah. you know what I mean yeah, yeah. but when and this was a big issue like growing up with our parents and and you want to express yourself but you would have to change so yeah. I, I I don't know how many other people like I know my my friends my local friends being if they grew up Irish or or whatever they, they're speaking one language at home there's no yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no thought process yeah. no no exactly 
And there, there's times where I, I'd be talking to my dad and I, I just want to go deeper. My dad is not like the deepest. Yeah. It, it's, 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 you know, face value. Mm -hmm. So it is work hard. Don't complain. Shut up. Go to work. Mm -hmm. Don't call in sick. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. That's it. Those, right? are, those are pretty good principles. No, no, I know. I know. I'm not saying they're golden. <laughs> yeah. But that's where it ends. Like we don't need to analyze shit. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'm like in those moods. You know how we are. You know, yeah. like we, like we, I could, I could talk for five hours about a topic and yeah. then look at a different angles. Yeah, sure. And then I'm like, let me test it on my dad. Let me just see. Let me, let me just see the depth <laughs> of the guy. And what happened is that we're talking, and then thirty seconds, thirty later. seconds later, you just turn around and start watching TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not gonna happen. No, no, but it's a little bit. It's like this. No, it's like, it's like. I'm listening. He tells me I'm listening, but yeah, I'm not. I'm listening. Yeah. Get, get the point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Welcome to another episode of Just Us Dads. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another Dadversation. Thank you all again, and we appreciate you. And uh, do us a favor. Go on over to YouTube, subscribe, and follow us. Um, follow us also on all the other social media platforms as well as all the audio platforms. We're trying to grow that community, guys. Are we growing, George? Are we growing? Uh, you know what the truth is? Uh, Can people like unsubscribe? Yeah, they could, of course. Have, have we gone down? I, I don't know. I, I, as long I, as we keep going up. Here, here's the truth, Matt, because, uh, you know, we have the standard um, uh, intro, but the reality is that I don't even check this shit. <laughs> I, I don't even check it. I don't even know how to analyze you're it. You're telling everybody to go and click. And yeah, yeah, stuff. go click. It helps us. I know that it helps us, and, uh, and it counts for something, but I, I think last time we were looking at the statistics, and uh, uh, we're looking at the statistics, <laughs> and uh, I, I couldn't explain to you what we're looking at. And you were asking me, because you're more of a you know numbers guy and all that stuff, and you're like, okay, what is this? What does this mean? And I'm like, dude, I don't know, fuck. And I'm clicking at the little uh, question mark uh, thing right, so right. we can read. Whatever. Uh, bottom line, just go and help us out and subscribe to everywhere, wherever you listen to your podcast. We've got a great episode today. we got another dad in the house. Uh, we're going to pick his brain. Uh, and he's, uh, he's one of the most interesting guys that we know. Uh, Peter Corbis, sir. How's How are you? Guys? Very good. Very good. Thank <laughs> Welcome. Thanks for having me. We've been me. saying this for a very, very long yeah. time. He was one of the first yeah. guys I put on the list. Yeah, thanks for having me. And the reason yeah. is because we uh, we have, I don't know exactly the number, but I know it's we've been to Toronto alone at least five times together. Oh. At least five together. Yeah. Alone. Just the two of you, yeah. yeah. There's been with Johnny. There's been with maybe with Fool, I think, a couple yeah. of times. I, but I think a couple more than five, but yeah. I see. Maybe but, more than but five. But when you mean Toronto, it's like I mean long. at least... 50 hours of conversation. We've had, we've had a lot of alone time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of alone yeah. time. For the people that don't know, Montreal, Toronto, it's like a good six, seven hour drive. No, yes. five. Is it? Yeah, six. Five, five hours. Five? five? Yeah, but we would do Hamilton a lot together, which oh, okay. is a longer drive. It's about oh, it's past, yeah. Yeah, so the, the Hamilton, Montreal, the, the Hamilton, Montreal is like about five and a half to six hours. Yeah. So Plus we would spend uh, weekends and do some gigs there and then the drives back. So every time when he means five, it actually means... Ten. You know, like going and coming. So coming, all, all the pit stops and all, all that. All the pit stops and... A lot of hours, a lot yeah, of hours. Like prepping for the gigs, during the gigs, whatever yeah. happened, talking about all the things good and bad after that. Yeah. So you were one of the, you were one of the first guys I put down. So it's just, well, it's unfortunate, but we found the time. And, and here's what sucks about bringing uh, interesting people or friends or people that we're very close to and that we're very open and there's always like this discussion that flows. 
the minute you walk into this house, well, now you guys came together, so I don't know what happened in your car. So that must have been something super interesting. Well, we had the here. podcast in the exactly, car. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then you come in the house. By the time everyone settles in and we get the waters and all that stuff, like we lose like a good 30, 40 minutes there. More conversation there. We come down here. By the time we press record and sync everything, there's like another 10 minutes there, and it's like it's done. <laughs> like everything we wanted to say. No, there's so much. There's so much to talk about. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it, 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 that, that's what sucks. I find when we do the podcast because there's so much behind what people get to see or hear yeah. uh, that they don't get to hear because I mean you can't you can't read you can't repeat recreate, that you, know you, can't you can't recreate, recreate exactly. uh, That's right. coming to your house for example and being invited to the podcast for the first time the initial meeting unless we're having like you know, you guys are so big that we have like paparazzi following us into your <laughs> podcast, then you know, like no one's going to see that interaction. Yeah, exactly. But we can translate it back into whatever conversations we have, and if it builds a good vibe, then I'm sure the rest will go great. There you go. Uh, uh, how's it going, man? Uh, good, man. Very how's good. the How's the family? Everybody's good. Everybody's good. You know, um, you have just for everyone listening. You have two boys and one girl. No, I have one boy. My boy is. Uh, oh, yeah, two it, boys. Yeah, okay, you have it, one and one. No, I have three children. So my son is going to be eleven. I got married pretty late, so my my kids are younger. My son will be eleven, and I have an eight-year-old daughter and a six-year-old daughter. So oh, I have okay, a you have boy. two girls and a boy. Yeah, oh, yeah. I thought it was the opposite. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. How so, is that for two girls and a boy? We, we don't we, we don't have that yet. The dynamics. The dynamics. Are, I have to admit. Um, you know, it's it's it, the girls themselves. Well, we could we could segue into uh, other things by saying I grew up in a family of a lot of women. I have four older sisters, so you know uh, I'm used to that dynamic. But uh, look, it's great. It's a great dynamic for sure. For my son, sometimes it's a little hard because the girls like to stick together yeah. and and gang up. But he's older, so mm. he tries. You know, so. Like, I think it's a great learning experience like anything else. Like, in any household, it doesn't matter, right? I just, the dynamics with two girls, it's, I would say, a little louder than what most people would think. They would think, you know, boys are loud. And, no, 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 and, girls and, are loud. And, and I would, I can't say about, it's not a generalization thing. We'll talk about my particular kids. Uh, I find my son is a lot neater than my daughter's. Yeah, yeah. Let's just put it that way. Like, yeah. his room is... You could walk into his room and not like have your your heart rate drop or raise, <laughs> you know, dr- dramatically in, uh, in, in 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 a split second. Oh, he, Whereas he, the girls, you walk in and just like there's something that happens to my body that doesn't really happen. It's the <laughs> elsewhere. It's in true. The house, no, but it's true. I, I, it's I disorder. There's dresses everywhere. It's like uh, from uh, well, th- there's something in their DNA, man. I, I don't they know have if it's to disorder, try clothes. It's, it's their order. It's just <laughs> something exactly. that yeah. I have yet. In but you my don't. Life. You don't have that with your daughter I don't, look look this is what jordan peterson calls uh chaos <laughs> yes yeah. that's what he called yeah. that's yeah. what he means by chaos but i'm but okay <laughs> in it it's just that i do feel i'm not gonna lie that i i i feel something when i walk in the room which is not yeah. the same as what i feel when i walk in my son's room yeah. is it a negative is it a positive do i do i want to change who they are as human beings not really it's just that that's how it affects me yeah. that's my my shock i man. get it you know, you know how i'm gonna describe it i'm gonna because i have one in one obviously my girl's younger my boy's older yeah you the gap is big so, yeah since since we all understand music here the girl for me is a higher pitched a little bit more annoying sound yet asimo my boy is more of like low bass vibration and and and, and spastic mm-hmm. right that's mm. that's how i hear it yeah that, in my brain that, that's how i you know but in terms of mess i think they're both messy yeah and i'm not but i could be but i you know what i mean i'm okay with it yeah i'm, I'm, I'm not a, i'm i'm if I choose, mm-hmm. I won't be messy. Yeah. If I don't have the time, I'll accept the messy. Yeah. And if 
three people out of four in my home are messy, then you're fucking, gonna, then I'm messy yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm there. You're joining in. I'm, I'm joining in. Yeah. And I'm, not, I'm not gonna complain. Like, it's, I, like, it's like Chris hanging out with guys and Chris at home with his wife in that setting. Two different guys. Two no. different two different people. Like even at my work. My work is organized. You know, I'm one of the organized guys. It's like, oh man, look, you're organized. At home, it's different. I play that a, a different card. No, I, that's, it, it makes total sense because no. that's, that's exactly how you have to kind of adjust to everything in life, right? Like, uh, same thing at, at work. It depends what you do. Like, when you're first starting to start a task, sometimes it might be a little messy at the beginning, and then it comes together, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and sometimes it takes five minutes on a task. Other times, raising children might take, like, 15 years, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But there is, there's a, a process to it, right? So, so remind me again, the, so 11... 11, 8, and, and 6. 11, well, actually, and 6. they're like two years apart, yeah, just okay. where their birthdays fall. Yeah, so yeah. they would be 11, 9, and 7. Right, 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 right. So grade uh, whatever they are in grade yeah. 5. Uh, That's a good gap, though. That's like a, it's a good number, two they, years. They came, they came quite uh, close uh, together. I mean, just, you know, we haven't spoken a little bit of our, of our backgrounds, but, uh, you know, I know a little bit about yours, but Chris and I, you know, we've played music together, but I've also been in construction my family life so I've basically done two things in my life and I've had construction companies and I've uh, played music so you know I got married a little later in life like I got married at 38 I had my son at 40 so with my youngest daughter I have 45 year difference yeah so I guess my lifestyle kind of fits a little bit of their stupidity right now a little better because I do have a little bit more patience and, you know, the companies are a little bit more stable. My life is more stable. So in that aspect, I mean, will I be able to throw a baseball to them and later on? (laughs) So I could deal with what Chris is saying. So I don't like, I don't mind a little bit of the mess, but like, like in work and like in music, like whether it's construction, when you first start a job, it's, you know, you're demoing, it's going to get all dusty and messy. And then you got to go through the process of Mm. of rebuilding it and cleaning it up. Or if you have a band, you want to get together, you got to do rehearsals. It sounds like, not amazing at the beginning and then you go through the whole process and then you get to the shows and you have to set up your gear and you're sweating and then you know there's that whole and then finally when the good stuff happens you're like the good stuff really happens because of all the stuff that you did before yeah it's the same thing with my daughter's bedroom I mean, <laughs> it's a process you know <laughs> until it gets there yeah, until yeah, it gets yeah, there yeah. you know and, and all this helps you because you have perspective now and more tolerance. Yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. Which are which are key words in my life. Yes, which we've spoken. A See, I, like I, I, I just want to get back to what you're saying about the age, and you know, people feel like they need to mention that as if it's something that's perceived like negatively. Oh, you got married like late in life and oh, all okay, that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. But you know, in retrospect, when you look at it, like now we're all dads, right? Yeah. Uh, when you think that. A mid twenty year old having kids versus like a forty year old having kids, mm-hmm. logically it makes more sense to have your kids later in life because you're you're much more prepared mentally. I find like twenty five ish thirty, you're like fuck your life I'll isn't. Disagree with that. Really? Like yeah. your life isn't like in 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 place in order. You're maybe looking at careers. You're doing all these things. The kid comes in. Like I, I want to know what you think. What I think about that? Yeah. But I, let me just. Let's tell you why this. Like, I think just in terms of maturity and like readiness, prepared, like like the foundation is there. I, I get that the age, you know, uh, to fit in the societal norms. I agree with you. You got to push it back. But if you want to, if you're closer to to biology, and to what, what like uh, circadian rhythms and all that stuff, and how life is, and and menstruation cycles, yeah. and when we're right, without getting into the details, uh, you got to have them earlier on. So we could develop the subject, but I just want to know what, what you think. Okay, so I, I, I kind of agree with you both. And 
having only been on one side of the argument, yeah. I can't really say the other would have been better. Mm. I, I have to look at, you know, it depends. Uh, the it depends answer is not always my favorite go-to <laughs> thing, but I'm just going to start with it, but I'm going to try to elaborate a little bit without taking too much time on it. But what I really think about that is that it depends on the circumstance of the person, the persons involved in the situation. So maturity, like people went to high school with me, could meet, see me now, and they'll say, So oh, maturity you, is say, right, subjective. So, so it, it is subjective because, you know, like have I gotten more mature or have I gotten better at being immature? Like there's, Mm. It's, it's, it's a funny perspective. Uh, okay, interesting. Yeah, okay. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm still a, a pretty fun guy, I think. But I could get pissed off. I, like, I could be not a fun guy. I have bad moments. You could be a dick. I could be a dick. And we'll, we'll talk about our thoughts. Yeah, I want to hear the difference between a dick and a prick. Okay, we'll, we'll, keep, that, keep, we'll keep that for in a little bit. But, you know, before I lose my train of thought, because it happens to me some, a lot of times. So, you know, that's, that's, that's basically like the maturity factor is... Again, we were talking before earlier, and maybe we'll get into about perspective and tolerance and stuff like that. And building, if I could use for lack of better term in, in today's society, immunity to uh, th the greater happenstance of life, mm -hmm. be it raising family or whatever. So it could be a situation where two people in the right situation get married at a younger age and then the kids you know they have the, a real kinship because they're closer in age mm -hmm. with their kids so there's a developmental growth that could be beneficial mm -hmm. uh, and then you know when they get to a certain age they have a certain freedom that maybe someone like myself like at 45 or 50 if your kids are already in their 20s you might achieve a different sense of freedom at 45 or 50 mm -hmm. uh, so that from from that standpoint i'm not sure like i the way my life worked out, it went like that. Like, I look at myself, was I in a, any relationship in my mid-20s that could have spanned to have children? At that time, I, I may have thought yes, but it didn't work that way. So it really comes down to situational things. And I believe, like we said, situations create the majority of, circ of, of outcomes, mostly temporarily, but sometimes long-term. So... If you're in certain situations based on a behavioral pattern that you have already, or for example, something happens and you react a certain way, the outcome could either be short-term or it could be long-term. So if, if you have a relationship at a young age and you impregnate a girl or whatever, somebody becomes pregnant, because I don't know the proper terminology, somebody gets pregnant who's <laughs> able to have to bear children. And then, you know, it's because, you know, you just had premarital sex and it was a bad situation and, you know, they, they keep the kid, but you go apart and then the mother ends up by themselves or the father keeps it. That's a different situation. But if you really, uh, you could be mature enough at a certain age, even at a young age to get married. And it's been right. proven that you could have a, a good relationship and, uh, spawn good children in the sense that you have a good environment around you. Yeah. But it's not always the case. Nor is it always the case that when you've become too weathered and too uh, indoctrinated into your own beliefs, because this is who I am at 38 years old, yeah, yeah. and you're not going to change me you're now. Pre you're pretty rigid. You're pretty, pretty rigid on yeah, who yeah, I yeah. am, that you might bring a perspective to raising children that is a little bit too limited. So I, I it's hard to answer. For yeah, me, yeah. it worked out that way, and I just try like everything else I do in my life to keep a perspective where I'm not limited 
just short answers all the time because yeah. most of the stuff that we do, honestly, as dads, as as men, as as friends, as whatever, have some sort of long term effect, right? Yeah, yeah. So now, like, so so, so what you're yeah. So what I, you're I saying don't know is if that not really answers. No, it, it answers it. Yeah. I'm just gonna. It's it's not that it's maturity. I think you're alluding to responsibility. Yes. Because maturity, you can have 15 year old men, and you can have 48 year old boys. Yes. Applying it, so actually being able right. to apply it. So whether you're forced to be responsible at a younger age or you decide to do that at a younger age, first of all, like it could be you could go either way. Yes. Okay. All right. It could That's be circumstantial, or you actually chose because people got married like we're ready to have children, yeah. not knowing what it's what they're going to get into. Yeah. But that happened to me at 38 because when I had my first child at 40, I still didn't know what I was going to get into. So, 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 question: Do you believe marriage is for the couple or for children? Okay, so. How far, like, how much time do we have? Okay, because, like, marital, the whole thing about marriage, I mean, I mean, what is it really? Like, 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 I'm, I'm a realist, but I have to, like. A tough one, huh? It's, it's not a tough one. It's okay. just I don't know which, I, I don't know which answer I should give no, you. No, what like, I'm saying, because most people are going to answer both, right? Because the, it's the union of two people. It's romantic. And then it has to pretty much last or at least go through problems to, to show how the solidity of it, and then be, if that is unbreakable, mm -hmm. then it's good foundation to bring in offspring, right? That's that's how I see it. Yes, and and I think that is the comforting side of, of or that's the comfortmental side of, of getting married, meaning like you want to comfort yourself to be married, but the real, uh, the real thing about marriage, uh, if you take it back to its origin and what it was, is that because as human beings, both men and women, or both people of both sexes are, you know, they initially need some sort of security mm -hmm. and having somebody with them knowing it's a little bit of a possessional thing because these were marriage is something that is made by law through religion or cultural or mm -hmm. it is um, societal, a, a societal construct. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you really dig your partner, mm -hmm. when you really dig your partner, you don't want anybody else digging your partner. Right, yeah. I'm not saying digging in, just even yeah. digging, just even digging your partner yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of feels a little bit harsh sometimes, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So if we predate smart people like ourselves who have the phones that prove it, <laughs> and you know, if you go back a couple of thousands of years ago where laws and marriages were not the same, then I guess everybody was digging everybody else's place. So it caused a lot of tension between neighbors and people and whatever because this is not a good thing. So some rules were put in place because everybody wants that security. So that's why I made it in the Ten Commandments. So, so may, maybe <laughs> they, they enforced that because they saw something lawless before that that wasn't really good, which we may be heading to in the future. We don't know yeah, that yeah. in a cycle of life, right? I like that you're saying that. So yeah. I, I, I think that marriage came more to protect the integrity, the... Uh, let's say the confidence and the ego, which is a very big word, and the pride of both men and women when they chose to say that they were willing to sacrifice their heartfelt emotions. Then there's also the total other aspect, that women and men were shared because of necessity. And if a daughter was a certain time, there was they were given because it was a commodity because we wanted to breed more. Mm. Now they're telling us that too many people is killing the planet. So we have a different perspective on how much we should be breeding. So marriage now is not a necessity. And you could be digging anywhere you want, provided that you could pay for it. 
Because see, the argument now with the people that the, 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 the anti-marriage, let's say, that was going to be the next question. Do you think the marriage is under attack? But fin- finish your, your yeah, question. sure. Because you know that that whole group is like, okay, what do you have as a married person? And can I not have that as a non like you have a relationship, you live with your wife, you have kids. I could do that without going through the institution of marriage, right? Yeah. So is marriage really necessary? That like that has become the argument now. Uh, and as, I think and I think are it just you saying down- this because in like because you're you're trying to say that it used to be like that because women was dependent on men? In a way? It, it could be an argument. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just that now it's like, okay, whatever you have now as a married couple you can have it uh, uh, without being married so why go through it and i think it just it, uh, for me it's more of a cultural thing it's like like i didn't see getting married as a necessity i need to get married for us that i mean you know we grew up in that kind of ecosystem where it's like you know find someone that you love and that you want to share your life with and get married but you know, i i i have to i'll interject and just go on like what i meant before is that these are the reasons why they created marriage. And I'm, I'm not advocating that it should be. I'm yeah, just telling no, no. you why, why mm-hmm. it came yeah. into religious beliefs and whatever, right? So men and women together, because we know the emotional strength of a strain, the, the strain that it puts, it, it, it push, it puts on a, anybody when if somebody you really dig, you really, really love, right, is gone astray or somebody else's, like, it hurts, right? Yeah. If you really dig somebody, it hurts. So I think... That people just wanted to have some respect. So when they have all these laws, like you don't touch my thing, whatever, there's, yes, there's the oppression side where it gets too much and people are too dominant. But I, to go back on something that I have to kind of not, not disagree, but say about what you said about, because mm-hmm. you think the Marrow says that, that women, in the sense that women were more like, Forced into it or whatever. Not forced. They were, they were more, more, dependent, more dependent on men. On men. Okay, and I agree upon And the that. roles were very differentiated. I agree 100%. The difference, the slight difference I'd like to add to that is that men were very dependent on women as well. Absolutely. And so it wasn't like, you know, when you say that women depended on men, they depended on men to have some sort of security and strength because they knew that the, the hard stuff to get done at that time, not that they may have not been able to go out and kill an animal and bring it, but there was an agreement between what their roles were. Absolutely. You understand? Yeah, that's why I and meant roles after. No, but, that, but that's, that's a good a point. Great correction. Yeah. And, and great was, correction. Yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 and the role of the woman then and the role of the man then was different and accepted. Like, let's yeah. agree Let's agree that... Like, we could, we could not... Just to finish, yeah. we could not agree with that role today, but we can't blame them for it or judge them for what they did back then. Absolutely. We could only do what we think now from their footprints as where we could go if we choose to go differently. Like, let's agree that 50, I, 60 years ago, uh, even though I'm sure there's exceptions, you wouldn't find a man that would say, listen, I'll take care of the kids, I'll raise them, I'll cook food, and don't worry about no, no, it. No, no. Like, that, that you, you didn't see that at all, practically. Yeah, yeah. And I agree with the correction, and it's good that you brought it up, because that's exactly how I, I think. I probably didn't uh, vocalize it properly. Yeah. But yeah, I do Well, believe... you kind of interject. It's, yeah, you yeah. have a chance to... It, yeah. it is two roles. It's two separate roles. And you know what? I'm not very religious, but I'm starting to, to see the value in thousands of years of mm-hmm. wisdom. Mm-hmm. Right. Imagine, imagine, imagine what life was like before they made those crazy ass rules that we say these people, <laughs> yeah, yeah. these religious freaks are crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you think they must have seen before but them? That's what I'm saying. To even yeah. have an idea to tell you, you know what? You may we have need to structure. Say, yeah, yeah, we need some yeah. sort of structure. We need, we need yeah. some sort of structure. You know. So, so that, that's what it is. So it's like we're going. We went from a model, I guess, of uh, two interdependent 
roles or mm-hmm. interdependent roles. Or interdependent, right? I would interdependent say. Interdependent and different. Yes. To a model where it's more kind of established on uh, pretty much role sharing mm-hmm. and egalitarianism. Egalitarian meaning that we're, we're trying to equate. Yeah. Right, X equals Y, yeah. and the roles could be fifty-fifty, mm-hmm. and there's no differences, and we're trying to pretty much not not talk about the differences. Well, if if we could keep going, because this is a very good conversation, because this is a good way, it's a good segue to talk about men and women and their roles without really, you know, without really picking on one and saying that one is more dominant to the other. Because if you really, if you really look at at, at these things, mm-hmm. I, I'm. This is a subject that is really true to me. Because like I said, I did grow up in a family where there was more women in my family than there are men. I, I, I have lived through the, you know, like uh, being at my age at 52 years old. So I came from, the, the, you know, just before me, the first and second wave of, of, of feminism had, had grown up. And all that is, was, it was great and good movements. And you're right. We, 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 have, we could segue to something else. But the truth of the matter, when it comes to uh, men and women, they were, I think we've... We've missed a couple of, a couple of simple, and I, I I love to say facts, <laughs> I, I love to say facts, but someone's gonna say, well, I could prove you wrong. Call them notions. Call them notions, okay? <laughs> but okay, so these just hear me out, and you guys could come back with your take on this, right? So, if for example, you had a village, and there was a hundred women, and there were a hundred men. Now, biologically, there are 100 women and 100 men. But in, emotionally, there could be more of the women gravitating towards certain men out of the 100. And there will be more of the men gravitating towards certain women out of the 100 through mm-hmm. the history of time. And it could be for a variety of reasons. You're talking about mating preference. That could be attraction. Attraction. Yeah, that yeah. could be. It could be one of the the main factors. But back then, I guess there was less talking and more. Let's okay. So now you have the hundred people, mm. and now hardship, hardship comes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so every time there's been hardship in the history of time, and I'm not going to play the the male thing that you know, but males, the the, the female life. What what I find hard to believe about certain arguments is that they, they cease to just mention. I'm not saying it's my only argument, but they'll cease to mention the fact that it's a numbers game. Mm-hmm. If there's 100 men, I could lose 99 of those men in a war or protecting the village mm-hmm. and just salvage one guy and mm-hmm. keep the 99 women and whatever children and my civilization will survive. Because that one guy in 30 days, can impregnate all 100 women. (laughs) I know you're laughing. We didn't need the men. The men were much more exponential. You you could sacrifice men. This is why they went to war. Well, history has sacrificed men over and over again. Over and over again. Way more than women ever. And I've never grown up with any male in my life who ever told me, you know, women are this and you should treat them bad. I've... All I've ever heard in my life, and I don't know when I hear about all this misogynistic stuff, I know that it exists. I know that it's been in the past. I didn't have any rules and regulations. My father came from a a history that he was probably beaten from his dad. That's Mm. what it was. Mm -hmm. And with me, he hit me as he felt, and I've never complained about it. I never thought it was a bad thing. I've never laid a finger on my kids, but I didn't need any laws to tell me that. It was was a generational thing that we learned. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. And guys my age in 50s, most of them don't hit their kids. 
Some guys do if they have others, but some women are, are very vicious with their husbands as well. People can be messed up in many ways. Mm -hmm. So when we keep categorizing and everything, I just find that it's we've lost touch with reality that men have been sacrificed and women have been wrongly treated as well. Yeah, yeah. It's taken hard times to get us to these easier times today. Yeah. Then let's, you know, like, just let's not fuck it up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. I agree with you And that. people should be able to express themselves as much as they want. Yeah. But we have to know that it was simple math. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't take a genius. And to feminism is good as long as it doesn't turn into misandry. Yeah, as long as, long as you know, there's an overcorrection with everything. And I, a lot of people are starting to realize we might be overcorrecting certain things. Always. But hatred yeah. to be pushed is another thing. And I find there's too much of the hatred going around today. And I would like to have my kids have uh, some... You know, I'll say in Greek, misos in them, but mm. to use it well, like yeah. you know what I mean, as like a tool, a, as a tool, yeah. but not to live, not by a defense it. mechanism, not a defense mechanism, and to live by it, and not to let people in your house because you share different opinions, like that's that's the world today, right? Yes, that's what on I'm the saying. political scene, that, not we're, just the we're, political. We're, scene. we're seeing a lot of that. Yeah, there's just, I find there's more segregation on a block today than there's ever been before yeah but know. we've spoken about this before oh, sorry <laughs> so i don't know the topics that you've gone into no, no 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 what we've spoken about is for example like this pendulum where society kind of swings one way what for you know with, with whatever seems to be trending and you know the this hatred thing and all that and like at some point it's going to find its balance right and we we've questioned about how uh you know, the, the next maybe 10, 20, 30 years are going to be for our kids. Like, mm -hmm. where are we going to be, you know? Are, are we going to be moving more towards whatever extreme we seem to be moving towards now? Mm -hmm. Or are we going to be in this counter movement against that? Yeah, that's a good point because, yeah, I, I hope we're in the counter because I think we've gone too far. And this is, I'm saying this again, without... Uh, uh, trying to, to bring religion to this because I'm not very religious. I'm, I'm agnostic, actually. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I can understand both points. But I just find religion, what it did good was keep the family. Mm -hmm. And it did okay to keep the family on the table, whether it was in a form of prayer. Uh, we're eating all together. Mm -hmm. uh, we go together somewhere. We, we, we pray. We meditate. Whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Right? We believe in something that's bigger, out of ourselves. Yeah, and those you could you could disagree with this and you could agree with this, but I find that in the past that's kind of what kept the family together. And today, when you don't have these rituals or or habits, if you don't want to call them rituals, if it's a heavy word, um, and people are not eating at the table together, and one person is eating on the TV, the other mm -hmm. one's on the couch, mm -hmm. uh, you don't make an effort to get together. Mm -hmm. uh, what is family going to look like in ten years? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, and I find the family is under attack on the political scene as well. And I, I'm, I'm saying that because it's like, it's good to be, to divorce if you really have to, mm -hmm. but it shouldn't be automatic. Yeah. And it shouldn't be glamorized. Mm -hmm. And it's not like go single parent, yes. whether it's mommy or daddy. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's uh, like the government's going to take there's care. There's a lot of subjects like that that we could, that we could bring up. And I, I agree with that. You know, uh, listen, I... We've all been in relationships, I would imagine, before you married, some, some, whatever. Sometimes things don't work out. Mm -hmm. and, and you're right about the fact that I, I too, am not the most religious guy. Uh, and I do think there's a place for religion. Uh, I, I, I think, I will say, I think there's more a place for a moral ground. And, and people could call it whatever they want, okay. whether they call it 
And what I, no. okay, you you bring the religious setting because of the moral compass that comes with it. That's what I. That's what my thing is. Okay. And see, it just certain unwritten, then written rules mm -hmm. that are just put on paper, and certain people agree with a, a common agreement amongst a certain amount of people. You don't have to convince the whole world to agree with you. And mm -hmm. if the the other people next to you don't agree, it's not the end of the world. You don't have to fight about it. Mm -hmm. You know. But if if you're in a sense of a, of a household or a bigger household or a church or or a religious or a band or anything that makes you feel that you're encompassed, whether it's three people or three hundred thousand people or thirty million people mm -hmm. that believe the same view, if you're part of any union like that that has common beliefs and 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 where you you feel morally comfortable. I think that is what it's about. Now, where I differentiate with, with some of that is that when we go to the point that everybody's absolute need takes precedent to the greater good of the group, then you lose the group feel. Mm -hmm. So when you're in a group and the youngest member or a member of the group doesn't feel up to par or has something. When we, you know, before that person had to, like we would say, suck it up or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. the, the most Now we're finding ways to make sure that everybody's feeling the same. So once you start picking apart at the form, it is no longer a form. It might take a new form and we're in that yeah. transition. Yeah. That how long will it be and how far will that form go? Mm -hmm. We don't know. But I'm pretty sure there were people before us in our generation saying, where are we going to end up with these kids? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, our parents are saying, yeah. basically, yeah. you know what I mean? Losing hope. They're losing <laughs> hope. They, and, now, and, and, and we have like, we have all the confidence because we, we, we had, you know, a pretty good upbringing and enough privileges to take those and make them something of our own and try to pass them on to our yeah. kids. But yeah. The, yeah, but this goes back to what Chris was saying. The family union, the union, uh, unit was so much tighter mm -hmm. versus now yeah. where the realities have completely shifted, right? And uh, it's, I, in my opinion, it's a good thing. But every good thing kind of has its negative aspect as well, where now, I mean, you have much more women in the workplace. They're getting, some of them are getting paid much better than men are. They have much bigger responsibilities. All good thing. However, the unit... Yeah. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Is what, unbalanced, right? It, it, where it's like, exactly. okay, what's happening at home you now? Who's form, there? And you, you start picking at the necessities of each individual. And I'm person. not suggesting like it shouldn't be that. I'm not suggesting that women should be home. And I, I'm not saying no, that at I, all. I, I it's just you, that it has shifted. But the reality that we grew up in, right? Where, mm -hmm. you know, we knew that as of 3 3 30. Yeah. There was someone home to take care of me. And every time you take you take an element of consistency out of a, a bringing of a child, there's an effect. We don't know that. Yeah. yeah. And this is what I meant before that we had the form that was working, and then we start catering to the individual needs of of the individual within the group. So, for example, okay, we have two or three kids, but then the wife now is like three years into the motherhood or four years into the motherhood, and she starts feeling like she's losing touch with who she is. Yeah. So now she starts making changes, and to make those changes, she's going to have to sacrifice sometimes, or the dad might have to supplement, or something is going to be taken away from the kids. Whereas our parents would have never done that; they they would have sweated it out, and they didn't give a crap about their own feelings. And those kids first. Yeah, but, but yeah, today, yeah. for mental saying. health reasons, and I'm not saying it's not a good reason, but moms and dads are more like I got to think about me too to make it long term. And those little changes do have an effect, effect have on an effect. the form. 100%, 100%. On the form. Yeah. Okay, I'm not saying it's detrimental to... Mm -hmm. just, it doesn't have an effect on the form. And when you multiply it by the amounts of years, 
that this started to change back from the 60s and 70s, uh, a full generation 30 or 40 years later, with the amount of the rate of change. So the form changes a little bit and a little bit and a little bit, mm-hmm. while the form today is much more lopsided than what yeah. we've ever seen before. Yeah. I'm an optimist, but I'm more pessimistic on this. I find somehow, maybe it's through my lens, maybe my lens is too dark the way I see it, um, but I find not because there's a hidden agenda, but the family is under attack Mm -hmm. and the family is not united. It's not strong. And for me, why is it a bad thing? I agree with you. It's all the good things you said, a woman in the workforce, um, getting paid and that that's brilliant. And obviously societies excel when both sexes can contribute. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not denying that, but you, we have to be naive to think that's not going to have an impact. It already has. Right. On on the family. It already has. And if it does, that is the first unit. Mm-hmm. That's the first meaning society. And you know what so else? If, if you can get it to be cohesive statistics, in the beginning, right? Statistics prove in the last 40 years that the, 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 the change is overwhelming. I mean, you're being nice to say that it's going to have some sort of change. But and then, that's why I'm pessimistic about it because yeah. it's, that's the first meaning society. And if marriages break apart, families break apart, then the society or the neighborhood, which is the bigger scale, mm-hmm. is breaking apart, then... The, the, the community is breaking apart, then it's hard yeah. to make a big group. I have a if question. If you cannot tolerate I have a small group. I have a question before we could even think amongst ourselves because we could change our world. You know, we used to think, of, oh, you know, we're three guys talking, three dads, we're not going to change the world, but we could change our world. Like I could walk You out start this, there. Yeah, I could walk out of this conversation knowing something about George and say, you know what, I'm going to apply that. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be here. Yeah. First of all, Already in the conversation, thank you guys for having me here. It's it's it's, it's really our pleasure. Nice. It's really nice just to open up and sure. whatever subjects come up and in the future if we ever do it again. I'm open to all kinds of conversations. But but just to say that you we're. We, we are right in the change that has happened in the last in, in the marriage. And is the marriage under attack? I, I strongly believe that it is. Mm. And, you know, like statistically, I, I'm an anomaly. And, and not only that, but I've been, I've, I've been thunderbolted with other, um, you know, more, they've, they've cast more acronyms to me than ever before. And I'm, I'm a baby that came at the beginning of acronyms. Like I, I was born in the late sixties, early, like 70. Right. Yeah. So, you know, acronyms came later. And by now it's like, I'm like the worst of the worst. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I'm a 52 year old white male who has, yeah. runs his own business and, yeah. you know, and no joke. I send my kids to private school. Yeah. And so white heterosexual. Yes. Man. Like I, I am capitalist. Oh my God. I am. I am like, so <laughs> you're Satan. I'm Satan. <laughs> I, I am. I, I am. And, and you know what? And I, I kind of chuckle at it, but I could understand some people's perspective. But they don't know me, and they don't yeah, know yeah. the struggles that we've been through. They don't know my family history. They don't know anything, yeah. and I can't take it all too serious. My point being is that, to, to, to answer this, like just to ask you guys a straight question is that, and it's a little bit of a loaded question. It's very hard to ask it, but so do you think, are you guys, okay, I got to just be careful on how I pose the question, not because I'm afraid to ask No, but you see what sucks? Wait, because I'm, I'm, I'm an I'm a advocate Mm-hmm. Heavy proponent mm-hmm. of free speech. Yeah, you see how there's a problem when we have to use 14 filters. No, no, but the filters. I, I just want. <laughs> I want to ask the question okay, in the okay, right okay. way, so yeah. it could come across right. All right. So the question is this: Like, I'm not going to ask you guys if you believe in climate change because it's kind of like a dumb question. Obviously, you know. But so, the marriage is under attack. Yeah. Okay. The reasons that it's under attack, we could go through, and I could give you just a list of a couple of things if everybody wants, anybody ever wants to question it, whatever. But, you know, um, 
I'm not going to say. I can tell you the first two. Yeah, the, the, you know, equality and equity. Yes, but this is coming from first wave feminine action. Even some part well, of even some part of uh, affirmative action, without it being a negative thing, yeah. like those changes that happen. You know, but I don't think it's from fr- the, the first wave. I, I, I'm a big proponent of the first wave of feminism. Yes, me too. The third wave is what me messed too. it up. I'm, I, okay. Even even now, what we're coming post third and fourth. Yeah, I, you're, I'm right, but I'm just saying that those so. That's one thing because that did have an effect on family. And I'm not saying that women are not mm-hmm. right to do it because the future will tell if it was a better move or not. Mm-hmm. And now we still have the individual choice. If I want to get married, I want to get married. Mm-hmm. My wife and I are happy. We've been together for, you know, since we got married in 2008. We've been together since 2013, uh, 2003. So it's been a long time. My, 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 I love my wife. We have a good relationship. Yes, we have our hard times. Yes, we, we struggle. You know, have I been the best husband at all times? Absolutely not. Have I been the best person in my life? Oh, absolutely not. I've made a ton of mistakes. And, I, and I, I'm good at fixing things because I've fucked up so many things in my life so many times that I've gotten good at fixing them. And I'll always strive to keep going good. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is if the climate people are telling me that we don't need that many people and the women are telling me that they don't need men, so then what, is, what, are, we, what are we surprised about that 30 or 40 years later that we're in this situation? People shouldn't be surprised. That mm. means you've only been following what has happened in the last couple of years. And for a 52-year-old guy, the one thing that I have is 30 or 35 years. When I was a teenager and these things were coming in play, now yeah, I'm yeah. seeing the results. So I could tell for anybody who hasn't been following it since that long, that pay attention to what legislators, legislations happen today, because you will see the effect in 20 or 30 years. Yeah, not if, now. Yes, but it, since we are so smart and our civilization has gone so much quicker, like our phones, then if it took our generation 30 years to make these changes, it's going to take yours three or four. Yeah. So it's exponential like everything else. And math is math. And it's not going to fail anybody. So whatever design has been changed and altered and is in a sp- spinning wheel, we understand it's going gonna, it's gonna to perpetuate and it's going to change faster. So the marriage that you're saying is under attack, it's not now that it's under attack. It's the changes that took place 30, 40 years mm-hmm. ago, which we're seeing the signs of today. Mm-hmm. Now, right. I'm, I, all, all, all set aside, I'm not advocating for or not for. What I'm just saying is we shouldn't yeah. be surprised. This is what you're observing. Yes. Yeah. This is what I observe because I, I, I see the change. Yeah. I, I just want to bounce back to what you were saying, um, mm-hmm. you know, about how, you know, the, the, the family unit is transforming and all that stuff. And I was thinking the other day, uh, just going back to what we're saying, right, where, you know, like we've unbalanced uh, the whole thing. Like I got used to coming back home to a parent, right? And not long after I got home, the other one came home and we were home during the whole evening and uh, like nothing else happened, right? Like that's what it was. Now this has changed. Parents stayed at work much later. Kids are staying at school. Like I don't remember ever having uh, whatever you call it, uh, the um, thing, the gather, whatever they call oh, yeah. it now, the yeah, yeah. Uh, where, where they keep you at school uh, one or two hours later for the parents to finish. And mm-hmm. like I, I don't remember. You give them twenty bucks and they keep your kid. On whatever it is, two hours extra. Both both my parents worked. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I, like, and maybe it existed uh, during our years, but and I don't I don't know about it. But w- what I'm trying to say is that. See, now, let's say we take that reality, right, where the, the, the family unit is kind of unbalanced and, you know, the parents are working and they're scrambling or whatever. I don't think it's only unbalanced. I, th- I think it's unhealthy. No, no, mm-hmm. but what I'm saying is this. Assuming now, and, you know, I don't want to generalize. We're going to look at, you know, like our community that we know pretty well. I always talk about us. Yeah, exactly. And, and when we do uh, statistics, we could do it with three. Yeah. It usually gives you a good... Uh, so yeah, yeah, so, so, here, so here's, the, the, here's the, the, the big question mark now. And this is my reality, right? Where 
my in-laws or, you know, the grandparents have to watch over the kids, right? Now, because of that stability that existed in their generation, chances are that they're still together, right? They're, 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 you can trust them uh, to raise, you know, or to keep your kids for, what, you know, whatever amount of time until you get back home or whatever. Fast forward now 40, 50 years, right? Knowing the reality now with marriage and how unstable it is and all that stuff. Your kids have kids now, right? So you're a grandfather. And they're living whatever situation where maybe it's the same thing like it is now. Who's taking care of these kids in the meet? Like, you understand? Like, at least now. AI. Like, th- th- this is my big. It's like, okay, now at least there's uh, this trust factor because the people watching my kids are part of that older generation that are trustworthy, mm-hmm. right? That, that knew how to maintain that family together and they mm-hmm. have those values and all that. What's going to be there for our kids? Kids, like, w- w- let's say, assuming that they're in that same situation, like, who's taking care of their kids? It, it's a you, you like know, I'm projecting so far into the future. Like, I mean, it's almost impossible it's to not, answer. It's but actually it's just not like, that far into the future. Yeah, it's not that far. As into long the future, as it's not government. Yeah, you know, it's not that far into the future. And uh, now that you said into the future, I don't know if you guys know Alvin Toffler's Future Shock. Yeah. That that book is is like still actually, smack on. He he wrote that in like he started in '51, ended up publishing like '57 or '59. I mentioned that, that book last podcast and you serious yeah and yeah. i picked up that One, book the yeah. second you said it I'm, I'm 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 not diagnosed but i feel and my wife will tell you that i said, <laughs> I said since i was a kid and i got i i think i'm dys- dyslexic so i have a hard time reading books i'm more like the audibles and stuff like that and i i i'll research like through video and stuff like that and with i have a hard time with books because i i re- repeatedly read the same thing over and i get frustrated but i'm really good at m- remembering stuff so yeah. when i i'll read something or somebody tell, or i'll go and i'll listen to the video over and over and uh, it even with music right like my reading is good but it's not a chart reader because like no. you know, probably it's like my I'm, my eyes keep staying on the same freaking line all the time <laughs> you're 52 years later i still have the same issue but it's <laughs> listen it's i've found other ways around it yeah, yeah. so i never thought of it as a big deal today it's like it's horrendous if one of your kids has something like that in school you're like ostracized and you have it's to give the end of the world yeah it needs medication it has to be followed it has to be treated yeah. Yeah, yeah you know so like at the end of the day it's like i don't even know how much the educational system of today is going to be relevant in our kids future anyways yeah. but that's another for another subject you know but uh, that's it's, it's just that it's just the fact that the changes, the rate of change, and I, I keep going back to that because, you know what, George, I don't think you're going to have to wait 30 years to see the effects of what that is, yeah. because it's happening so quick. And and and, and you see, well, it's already an iPad. Yeah, yeah your, your 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 generation of people. There's a lot of your generation of people that are divorced. And like I said, I I'm never going to speak about anybody's decisions to do what they do, but when those are pushed upon me, for other reasons. If as long as people have the choice, you know, and what I mean by that is, yes, it has to be an informed choice, but who's giving the information? Yeah. People never, never question. I mean, not people do question, but let's say if you want everybody to be happy in your house. So when we talk about, you're talking about government and politics and whatever, without not getting into, you know, left and right and who's conservative and who's this, because, you know, the last two years, it's been all about that. Like, I know people who all in the last two years have followed politics, and we've had this conversation, like, earlier, too, that I've, I'm not, a, 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 you know, a, not the most 
knowledgeable in politics, but I've been following politics since the late 80s, early 90s, when I was in my early 20s, and a lot of things started happening. So I've, I've, I've known a little bit of, of world stuff. I mean, I lived in New York during 9-11, you know, uh, working in, and studying as a musician and stuff like that. So I know a little bit of uh, American politics and, and Canadian politics. So uh, my, my beliefs are not based on COVID and the last two years of, of, of what has happened. No. Those last two years of what has happened and, and whatever are, are based on things that have been coming. COVID is a completely different thing. Nobody really knows where where it came from, how it is, and where it's going to go. We're all still living it. Mm-hmm. So anybody who says they know, you know, it's like I tell my friends you were talking about before, it's like, how is it going to affect us? We'll have this conversation at 70. And who did the right thing about getting married at 20 or at 38? Have the conversation at 70. We could talk about our lives. Yeah. I guarantee you we'll pretty much come to even keel. There's going to be a curve. There's going to be, be a, a curve. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're going to hit that plateau and everybody's going to be good. You know what I mean? That's basically the same philosophy I try to apply. So I don't panic. We yeah. said that before the podcast yeah, yeah, started. Yeah. Like, I don't panic about these things anymore. Yeah. You know so what I you mean? don't worry about climate change? Uh, no, I don't worry about climate change. Okay, you good. know what? I, I don't worry about climate change. It's not that I don't... Wait, wait, let me... Listen, no. If they ask me to recycle, and this is what everybody's doing, I'm a team player. Yeah. Do I think that the recycling is really doing something for the world, or is it being mal... Uh, mis... Uh, misrun and and people are profiting more than it's actually doing good for the environment probably like everything else but if it's a good idea i'm on board but i mean do i know that it's really helping yeah. i don't know that's that's what i'm saying i look out like caveat i, I want to just say that i'm not i'm not saying there's no climate change i'm just saying i'm not an alarmist i don't think the world's gonna end tomorrow no I, i'm that's not all, an alarmist I'll, about anything that's all i want to say we'll be fine yeah yeah, I, I not 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 to pick sides or whatever, but I I, I did have uh, somebody tell me once that you know oh we can't have like another four years of this particular president or this particular whatever you know the world and I'm like you know no <laughs> yeah. there's not that much damage that one person could do that quick I mean there's tons of other things that have to happen before and I think people just get a little bit overexcited now what has happened the world is changing fast mm-hmm. uh, social media is uh, perpetuating. The smallest things. Uh, they're allowing a bunch of people to have voices that maybe all, listen, we have voices right here. We're yeah. able to get out to a bunch of people. Whether you have 150 followers or 150,000, we've given ourselves the ability to get yeah. out there. Yeah. yeah, My opinion should count for shit, to be honest with you. I don't know. Yeah, you the, know the, I, I, I'm just saying, like, maybe somebody will listen to the podcast and say, hey, you know, he said a couple of good things or whatever, or the guy's an idiot or whatever. It's just an opinion. But you shouldn't take it further, and I shouldn't be that freaked out about everything else that that everybody else says. But I feel mm-hmm. that that's also a problem, right? Because you have a lot of these people that mm-hmm. it, it, it comes back to the access to information where mm-hmm. it's now available to everyone, right? And you have these individuals who are highly opinionated that actually do have, uh, you know, hundreds, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of millions, followers. Millions. Mm-hmm. You're talking about pundits. Yeah, and the pro- the problem, in my opinion, is not what they say. They're, they're, they're allowed to say whatever they want. Mm-hmm. The problem is the person listening to it mm-hmm. that doesn't have the, the reflex of saying, hold on, is that right? Is it not right? Let me research it. Yeah, but they'll never, so they take they'll that never for lead, gold, right? They'll never lead any change in their life anyways. I mean, at the end of the deal. And I, I've, 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 I'm a victim to that too. Like During the, the COVID thing, in the last two years and the, the whole political forum in the States and as well as here with the elections mm-hmm. and the decisions our prime minister was taking and stuff like that, 
you know, I, I was YouTubing more than than usual. I, I had my opinions. I do take, you know, a lot of subjects to heart. I take a lot of legislation to heart. I take a lot of serious, you know, certain policies to heart. Now, people will say, well, you're getting too much into the political forum today. But I've done that before in my life. Yeah. It's not a new thing to me. Yeah. It's just it was heightened by everybody by COVID. So as soon as I would talk about anything political with certain people, they were like, oh, but, you know, at the end of the day, but I, I would have said the exact same thing yeah. five years ago. You know? you know what's funny? You know, I just want to yeah. add something to that because it. you're right. The last five years have been kind of like electric. Mm-hmm. But not the right way. No, no, no. Because doesn't mean people are more politicized. Yeah, and they're politicized in 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 narratives and in taking sides. But in terms of content, it's minimal. It's it's weak. It's weak. Very. It's weak. Mm-hmm. And what you see more is on both sides. You see more indoctrination. Yes. It's I'm adopting an ideology. Mm-hmm. I fit in this box. I go find out what the box is about. Mm-hmm. What are the narratives? What is the discourse? Of this box. Yes. And then I go repeat that. And then when it's time to go into layers or have a, a debate, mm-hmm. I don't have any more content. Yeah, it's like somebody who watches and a movie I, and doesn't know how to tell you about it and then ruins the whole thing because <laughs> they had the perfect story in there and then the way they try to repeat it. So even if a university teacher has it pegged down to like perfect and can, can say it the way it's supposed to be said and, and convinces everybody that student gets out of the class, they're going to write it down, they're going to do they're going to destroy what he said. And when they come across and try to argue with you or me or anybody else, they're going to make a fool of themselves. That's right. It's like, it's, it's and like, and that's you know, what you're saying. You know, it's like, so people are not more aware politically. They're just like, you know what? I'll, com- just, I'll compare it to, and yeah. I like a good analogy without getting political at all. It's like, I'll compare it to the, 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 the guy who trains like myself, the guy, like, you know, we, we haven't got into a lot of our personal stuff, but you know, I also, you know, I've been for years been training in Kung Fu, right? So, mm-hmm. so I train in Kung Fu and I, 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 I learn the art and I, I train and we do sparring and whatever. But if I would walk into an MMA rink, I would get killed. <laughs> I don't care what belt I am. I'm not a trained fighter. I'm, yeah. I train martial arts. Yeah. I'm learning martial arts. You're doing the art. I'm doing the art. I'm learning, yes. I, I, if I ever get attacked and I have the time to react, maybe I'll have a slight advantage because I've learned some moves over the years and I could give myself a little bit of a way out, but I'm not a trained fighter. Yeah. So I'm not going to walk into an MMA rink because I trained at Kung Fu Canada and I'm you know approaching to get my highest belt yeah, yeah. because I've trained. I'm not fighting. Yeah. And... The truth of the matter is that anybody who is the same thing with the political views, uh-huh. like you hear a story or you read something and then you go interpret it. The thing is, I know I'm I know that I'm training. Yeah. If I'm in a bar and I get into a fight, uh, like my abilities of my kung fu kata is not going to come out, yeah. and I'm going to start performing <laughs> my 16 stance before I get into a fight. The yeah. beer bottle is coming towards my head. I may or may not make it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand? Yeah, I understand. it's the same thing with yeah. the political forum. It's like people get all this information, but they've ne- they're not trained. But it's it's not only that. I agree with you that they're not trained to interpret or, or at debate. Least- well, you know, you know what? Look, like let's say let's say you do a speech and you've done some public speaking, yeah. so you know this. When I, let's say I have to do a keynote or I have to do a webinar or I have to do a presentation, mm-hmm. and it's fifteen minutes. In my mind, I prepare for three hours of content. Yes, for that 40, fifteen or forty-five minutes, I can't prepare forty-five minutes, right? Yeah. So it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. The problem is that they don't go read the information. 
What they do is they go read a headline. They read one yeah, line yeah. and it's like, oh my God, this is how my ideology wants me to react to that. Right. See, the strange thing? The, Get it? The, the, that's why it's shallow. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's but, weak. It's, but it's, on it's, both it's, sides. It's on both sides. But that, for me, but I'm, for I'm me, not picking any point. I'm just telling you, it's weak. Their, their yeah. argument, most of the arguments are weak. For me, it's been more frustrating. And, and the strange thing is that, see, where you're saying that the last couple of years, because of everything happening, got you kind of triggered to be more informed you've been watching more videos reading hearing listening more for me it's been the opposite and i i i was so politicized right because of my job mm-hmm. to the point where the last couple of years i just all i want to do is disconnect mm-hmm. i just didn't care and i feel bad saying this because we're in the middle of what probably is already characterized as you know the biggest health pandemic you know in recent history or at least that's what we're told mm-hmm. and i just had zero interest i'm like oh, whatever man i i got turned off i got turned off about the politics i got turned off about the discourse i got turned off about everything man mm-hmm. you know and it, it, it's just strange because i should have been where you are i was like oh shit, okay what's what's going on like this is a yeah. big no but it, it makes total sense because you know uh, as, I don't want to say X because you might get back, but as a, as a politician who was who's had pol- political background, I, I get it. It's almost like something you know what you kind of know the ins and outs a little bit enough to know like what you're gonna. I'm sure the things, the key things that you needed to hear, you got your information and that was it. You didn't go beyond it. Right. You know what I mean? So like for me too, I, I did I did have a lot of political background like in in search before, but. The reason it became more in the forefront is because it was more in our face. And also, there was more time on our hands. I mean, right. in, in construction, we were only closed for a month, and I still had work. But my work was more plateaued because we had less workers, stuff like that. So I had more time at home. Right. As a matter of fact, you know, I rebuilt a studio, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? More time for music. And I, I found COVID, for me, uh, you know, like gave me something else. It took away things, but it gave me something. Yeah, you're not I the only found, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a lot of people, and I've spoken yeah. to a lot. We uh, we found another niche, so we we made ends meet. I mean, you know, and that's why at the end of the at the end, not that word at the end, but at the end of the day, when you have the ability to, you know, crawl out of any space, or f- you know that you're going to persevere. These things shouldn't make you yeah. afraid. Yeah, resilience. And they, sh- and, and they shouldn't and they shouldn't dictate who your friends are going to be. But you see, the, but Peter, mm-hmm. here's the mm-hmm. here's the problem. You know, logical people that think like you aren't faced by anything that's been happening. I mean, you want to get informed, and and, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. But how many people? Uh, are not in that situation where they don't have the ability to think like you do, mm-hmm. and this whole two-year period that b- b- that we've been through was destructive for them on a personal level, on a relationship level. Like we've seen mm-hmm. the other side of the you know the coin, coin. here, right? Yeah. Where mm-hmm. you saw people's you know mental health situation mm-hmm. get worse, and like we, we saw things that was like oh shit, like it, we we pulled the cover on a lot of mm-hmm. people's kind of. Um, Reality, a hundred percent. People's perspectives yeah. changed, and I'll tell you, even with me, there's there was a point, and there still is a point where I don't, I'm not afraid of all these changes, and and these things don't worry me. But I I did get more active in in in, in because I would see things like you know from, you know, not to get into, but I'd see things that changing in the school, the way the Zoom things were happening, how, how you know that the kids lost. You know, I had one daughter that was in grade one, which is an introduction. Oh my god! As a matter of fact. Her teacher was, you know, Chris's wife, because she's had two of the three, right? Yeah. She has my, my little one now. So Alexander was was Ileana's teacher at the time. And that year, kind of like at the end of the year, went, and then grade two was in and out. So these are, are, are things that we can't get back for. The, those yeah. are the things that were more, 
uh, you know, that I, fo- I found like the way they were being handled could have been a little bit different. Now, you know, if it's if it's politician A who's making the calls, everybody's going to, you know, like who who would have really known how to handle these things if we are not privy to the same information that they are? Yeah. So the, the moment that you don't have the same information everybody else has, when you stake your claim, and this is what upset me with a lot of my friends and why I had some follows and some people even said, you know, may have thought that I was a little bit too strong on some of our conversations, but usually it was always contained to my home. I would never go to somebody else's house and 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 but if you're at my house and we're having a drink and you start the conversation and I had something to say, it's it's fair game. Yeah. I allow you to talk, but you're in my house. If I'm coming to your house, I wouldn't do yeah. it. Right. I it never I never got to any big arguments or but I'm just saying that how people were, you know, still to this day, when it comes to the vaccine things, when it comes to the passports. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not to say right or wrong. I'm just saying people are staking their claims and and they're they're basing their their you know their beliefs and will destroy friendships and whatever over yeah. things that are we're, none of us are sure of because yeah. they strongly believe what they think. Yes, because they strongly and believe what they think. And they're not flexible and, in their, and, their and thinking. This, and this is why when you when I would get into moments like that with certain friends, like my wife would always give me the keywords and the and sometimes the keyword could not override the, the fourth or fifth, uh, you know, single malt scotch. So, you know, the, the mouth just kept flapping. And, you know, I, you know, wake up in the morning like, Pete, what the hell? You yeah, know? Yeah. Like, I, I get it. But yeah. I, I want somebody who has a different opinion of, of, of me to walk into my house and be able to express that and not feel threatened or that I, I would view them different. Yeah. And when I feel when I talk about it and people get so flustered over it and get so angry yeah. about it that there's a loss of, of it's the same thing with the family there's yeah. the loss yeah. of the conversation but, but it's crazy you, you it's know why cra- that happens though eh? you know why that happens why it happens yeah where? I'll tell you why it happens okay we could talk because we, we've spoken about many things yeah. and we're never going to offend each other even when we disagree even though we probably agree on a good 90% of the mm-hmm. stuff and when we disagree I can see your point. Mm-hmm. You're one of those and guys. And vice versa. And vice versa. And because I have always... You know, and you know what the difference is? We feed off that. Yeah. And that's how I think. I used to not think like that, but the second I got it, I got it. I'm like, oh, wow, this is what it is. I could differentiate the idea from the person. Mm-hmm. And if you are attacking my idea, mm-hmm. it's outside of me. So I don't get offended. It's, it's your idea. Because it's, because a, it's the a, idea. idea. Yeah. And if I don't have an argument mm-hmm. to counter what you just said, mm-hmm. I might even change my mind and change this idea because it's not part of me. Like if you had an idea to wear the, the sparkly red shirt, you know, <laughs> as opposed to actually wearing it. Did you like that? <laughs> you know just I mean? to show you that I don't care. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You're right. Love You're right. Shirt, though. Though. Yeah, it's a good shirt. Huh? <laughs> the point is to fit in that shirt, by the way. Yeah. yeah. You can show them again. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so you understand what I'm saying? Most people, though, when you say something and you say, you know, I don't agree with that idea, it's personal. You've just attacked yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, you've attacked them. And if they really believe that, it's mm-hmm. part of them. And if, if they can't differentiate the idea from themselves, it's as if you're attacking them. Mm-hmm. I found it very crazy how in such a... You're so right about that. How in such a small span of time, um, people were conditioned... To believe conditioned because because of the message I was used indoctrinated. Okay, whatever. I okay, didn't want, not I, everybody. I, was, I didn't, I didn't no, want to use no, but, no, but the thing is, not everybody. So indoctrination is more on a, on a regular basis. It's more studious. I think what it combines is also social media and mm-hmm. uh, and and media itself and what, friends yeah, talking. Yeah, that they can't really be indoctrinated. So it's 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 they they. 
in schools, yes. In the media, yes. But other people, it's just by hearing. But, but like, yeah, that's no, all they but, know. Your average but guy it, would be influenced. But, yes. in, ge- but, but in general, like, I mean, even within yeah, your... I think that's a better word w- to it. Yeah, yeah, within your circle of friends or your family, it's like it went from, in the very beginning, how's everything? You do, do you need anything? Calling, you know, ants. And look, I'm on the road. They're like, I, what? You're not wearing a mask? Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> no, no, but it was like, no, it went from this... Wave of solidarity, you know, which I found amazing. Right? It's like, okay, what do you need? Listen, I'm on the road all the time. If you need, just give me a call, man. Don't get out of the house. Like, especially my aunt and my parents and all. It's like, look, I'll bring everything. I'll leave it at the door. Just don't worry. Okay, just call me. I don't give a shit. Like there was this, and then how that transition from. Uh, you're coming over with, uh, do you have your vaccine? Uh, do you have your uh, wet naps? Do you have your thing, antiseptic, whatever? Yeah. Uh, like everyone, Can I tell you? everyone kind of curled back into their cocoon. They're like, is he vaccinated? Okay, when we were allowed to come back into uh, to, to, to gatherings at home, it's like, do I invite so-and-so? And all <laughs> like, that, when they come, it's like, okay, do I shake their hand? Do I kiss them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, weird. It, it, so weird. Is, so is, weird. It, is it a tap? Like, what do we do? Is we still don't know. We still don't know. So, I'm going to tell you something that... Uh, Kind of similar, but uh, something that uh, true fact in uh, 2001, uh, I was at the Musicians uh, Collective, uh, Drummers Collective, which is the John Patitucci School in New York. I was Mm -hmm. studying there. And uh, my first day of school was uh, the um, 11th uh, of September. That's crazy. And um, I have to tell you, when you said before about how the the climate changed like for instantly, instantly yeah. right but that's a whole different situation now, though, right? new, new york new york is a I, i've lived in both i lived almost three years in los angeles i lived uh, in, in in new york for uh, just on over a year 14 months between new york and new jersey while i was going to school there so you know the east coast and the west coast has a lot of difference when it comes to camaraderie mm-hmm. right one is very very cold and plastic even though the sunshine is all, all day and the other one like in, in LA if you don't have something to offer people in the long term hey, conversations won't last as long whereas in New York you could walk into any club and see some of the best musicians and and you know what and you could get a job at any bar it's it's a little different right but i and i've told people this this story like the, the 3 weeks Especially the first three weeks to to a month and a half, I would say. three After years, the event. After the event. I mean, when you would walk down the streets in New York, from the posters to the flowers to whatever, I mean, the shittiest characters that you can imagine were all like angels. Like, mm. the, the, it was so, so somber. It, yeah, it, everyone loved everyone. Every, everyone was, cared. You know what? People, you know, if cops were checking bags, people would stop and there, nobody would complain. They, like... It was just this thing that you would see in people's eyes. Nobody was sure. Yes, there was hatred towards a certain group of people because of the identity yeah. that was identified with that at the time. Right. And not to get into racial things or whatever or political thing, but there was that. But yeah. aside from that, I've never felt a city as big and small as New York with so much diversity. Like, And, and that's what happened. It was the same thing with COVID. We would come home, we would turn on. You know, like, like him, love him, leave him Every or keep day. him. He Every would turn day. on Trudeau. And when he would turn, you know, talk to the crowd, to the people, you're saying, what's up? You know, whether you agree with him politically or not, it was your go-to thing yeah. kind of, right? Yeah. Whether it wasn't him or whatever. So, and then call your parents or, or if your parents are still alive, go visit like you're saying. Yeah, you're looking at the stats. Yes. So yeah. Yes. And then it went from, like they said, two weeks of flattening the curve to show me your papers. And then people are freaking out, man. 
and people are not sure. So if you've chosen to believe and now you have the slightest inclination that you might be wrong, there's two things that are going to happen. Either you're going to start having more conversation and start informing yourself, or you're going to stick to your ideology and you're going to argue your your fucking ass off. And you're going to divide... Like you said, your friends and your family. Yeah. See, like now, see now the newest thing, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to transition this to COVID, but Austria. No, but no, we no, are, forget about Austria. George, we see, are living it, and we haven't yeah, seen each exactly. other in a long time. Yeah. So you could, you could talk about it. Like, I don't, because I don't, see now they've authorized the vaccination for the five to eleven demographic, and from the very beginning, first of all, I never even thought that it was going to get to our age group. I, I, for some reason, in my mind, I was like. Let them vaccinate the senior citizens they need it. Let's protect that demographic. Or anybody with a pre-existing condition. And it's going to go by like this. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Like We're, we're going we're gonna to beat it because <laughs> like, they're the most vulnerable. Like Trump right? said, hey, this is, we got it. One day you wake yeah. up, oh, it's like, not going to be here. Th- yeah, because it's the most vulnerable. So it won't even come to us. We forgot we'll, we'll, to mention three years, but yeah. yeah no, you know, it's like it won't even get to us. Don't worry about it. I remember telling my wife, I'm like, ah, don't worry about it. You know, They're going to get the, the old people. It's going to get maybe down to the 50-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And then by that time... We'll be done with it. It won't even get to us. It got yeah. to us. And I'm like, shit. I got the vaccine because I, I believe in science, even though like blindly to the point where it's like, okay, that's what we got to do. You're a team player. I never thought for a second that I'll be vaccinating my kids, kids. though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then when you did it for your older son because of whatever circumstances and the activities, mm-hmm. it fucked me up, bro. I'm like, what the hell? You know, well, like not to be a, a semantics and junkie. Now, no, but hold on. But now, you said authorized. What do you mean authorized? The authorized. Oh, yeah. yeah. 5 to 11. Uh, <laughs> authorized. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, well, yeah, they stamped it. They gave the no, stamp. No, 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 no. It's stamp. like they're pushing it. Yeah, they're pushing okay, it. Okay, yeah, it's not authorized. It's, yeah. They're pushing it. Yeah. You know what? If everything is working well, we're lowering these curves. We're flattening the curves. Well, no, because no, if you look at... We still practice distancing. We still wear the masks. We have 60% whatever percentage of vaccinated. Oh, no, no. It's way more than that. We're doing very well right, over here. More, okay. I actually, I, you know, like, again, these are arguments that we could all go on forever because it's... No, but do we really need to vaccinate the 5 to 11 years old? Like, it bothers me, man. It, like, and, you know, uh, and then it's going to get... See, we had this... That's con- don't say authorized. No, no, <laughs> but we had this conversation when it came to your son's uh, demographic where it's like... Okay, well, do we really need it? Yeah, because my kids, then, my kids are on the on the hook now because yeah. all three of my kids fall in that age. Yeah, group. so, but it came to the point where it's like they put their foot down. They're like, well, mm-hmm. if you want your kid to do activities and if you want them to participate to all this uh, after school stuff, they yeah. need to. So you had no choice. So now I'm thinking, okay, obviously you're not gonna you're not gonna segregate your kid from the rest of the like. You don't want him to segregate. It's more like be, being ostracized. Yeah, yeah. Ostracized. So now even, I'm thinking, even the parents. and I don't know what's gonna happen now because it's it's new, right? So we don't know where it's gonna get to. Are they gonna say, well, if your kid wants to go play in the schoolyard at uh, recess, yeah. or if your kid wants to go to the library, or if your kid wants to go to I don't know where the cafeteria, or whatever yeah. it is. So so it's like they're cor- they're kind of cornering you. You, you, know, you know what? what? I mean? and I, I, if if <sighs> I'm gonna take my my best stab. At being not politically correct because I'm afraid to speak my mind, but just to be able that if there are people who will listen to the podcast, to just try to hit a little bit of a broader scam for like a, a, a broader audience for to try to get both sides to see one one or two basic things. And if both sides could see those two basic things, then we don't have enough information to be this diligent about our beliefs. But we never did either, either way. Yeah, either way. Mm. You know, never in the history before of vaccines have they ever gone to the point where you're forcing people who have had via natural immunity the 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 the, the you know the, the disease or, or or the virus 
to be. So now there's a lot of new things coming in, and we don't know if they're right or they're wrong. So a lot of people are going to be questioning. But when the society as a society comes to the point where you're not allowed to say, hold on a second, can I ask a question? And why this and why that? And, you know, then it just makes you think. So I could tell you that you, two sides completely. You believe in the science, and the science is coming for the people who won the war. And what I mean by that is whichever side would have won the election on, on either side of any country may have used different approaches. So the one who won the political war in the last thing are now calling the shots. So you're believing in the science that they're pushing. Is it the only science in the world? No. Are there other people who might disagree? Yes. Are there higher numbers that believe in one than the other? Maybe. We don't really know. We know what we're being told. So I'm a team player. I got vax, double vax like everybody else. But when they're talking about numbers, about how many people have been vaccinated, if you take into account the people who have already had COVID and didn't even know it, yeah, because there were so many asymptomatic people right. at the beginning, count them in to the people that have been vaccinated because the truth is natural immunity still has, if not higher, equal to, and we could all agree upon that. Some people say, well, it's not proven. Well, it's not proven that the vaccines work because people who have vaccines are still getting, yeah. and, and you don't even know it. So if you're asymptomatic, you could be more dangerous to somebody who doesn't have. So there's so many arguments that are both right and wrong. But the truth of the matter is none of us know. And like I said before, when people start staking their claim and putting their whole identity, their doxia, right in the ground and saying, this is who I am, this is what I stand by for on such a temporary status in our life, you're risking, you're risking friendships, you're risking relationships, you're, ris you're risking your jobs, you're risking whatever, and people are getting fired and losing their jobs and people are being ostracized and we're separating, we're dividing over things that none of us are really sure of. Uncertainty. Sounds a little like religion to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sounds a little like religion to me. Yeah. So people are going to start fighting over it. And that's the way, what happened with religion. You don't believe what I'm saying, and I don't believe what you're saying. Well, look at the proof. Well, what is the proof? These are the scientists. You know what? I can't see every enemy. Does that mean that God does or doesn't exist? You know what I yeah. mean? Like You're saying we should be agnostic on this issue. We should be. Because yeah. if everybody's into taking out religion, because religion has no proof... And even if you say science exists, there's science to prove certain parts of religion and there's science to disprove it. Well, yeah, it's the same thing. The guy who's absolutely certain that God exists is as maybe misinformed as the guy who's absolutely Be sure certain he doesn't. He doesn't, right. exactly. No, I get, that, I get that, the analogy. And, 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 and this, is, this is where people just say, hey, hold on a second. Just a second. Yes, a year and a half has been horrible on us. But can we just look at it in a little bit more of a broader perspective? Because we do have, like just we have control over that. You said there's more control over the disease. We're, we're being a little bit smarter. We're fighting over 80 and 90% vax proof to let kids go back to school. And there's other countries who have like under 2% who have been vaccinated. Yeah. Hold on a second. Yeah, yeah. But this is the difference again. Hold it, on a second. Intelligence right? and wisdom. You can have intelligent people be on this side, extreme yeah. side here, mm -hmm. and you can have an intelligent person being on the extreme side here, right? Because mm -hmm. it's ideology. It's governed by ideology. Yeah. A wise person is going to be like, I'm not sure. May I love and, my and friends no matter what. No, you can, you, course, if you're not vaccinated, you, you're welcome to my house. Of course. If you feel you have symptoms, please just take your... Do the yeah. responsible do thing. Do a responsible thing. But you know what? You're welcome in my house anytime. And, and for my company, I'm not going to ask anybody. But if, if the government forces me and I have to, and I have to do it, I'm still a team yeah, player. Yeah. So what happens now in the construction industry? Do, do the people need to be vaccinated to work on the sites or have they imposed anything on you? Or? Well, the thing is that they haven't imposed, but what happens is if we work in certain regulation buildings, uh, like for yeah. example, like in a hospital, my company, yeah. yeah, like my companies, we do residential and we also do commercial. And mm -hmm. a lot of our commercial jobs will do 
or renovate banks. Yeah. We do, uh, you know, I work for Radio Canada, Bell, yeah, Bell yeah. Media, yeah, uh, yeah. Lotto Quebec, Intria, mm. mm-hmm. uh, places that are highly, highly successful. And the building itself has, a, you know, vaccination policy. Yeah. Therefore, uh, you know, if, if I have certain guys who don't want to get vaccinated, they can't come on that job. But I'm trying to be, you know, equal about it with all my, my, with everything with it. Like, I, I have nothing against anybody who's double vaccinated, like myself. I am. Yeah. But I, I'm not going to force it on somebody. I'm not going to ostracize them because I don't know enough. And I don't care what one scientist is telling me yeah, if I know yeah. that he has some political motivation. That's what I was going to say to you. It's, it's, you said science. It's like, it's not science because it's, we're believing in the science of the pharmaceutical company that came out with a vaccine. The science is there's many factions to the science, and we have to. We, we right there's many experts that have their take on this. Tell me if I'm wrong, George, because you would know more about this than I. And I'm, I'm, I'm I've I've always liked to follow politics, but I don't know. But but you might know this question better than I. If by some chance my government made a deal with a certain company to buy an X amount of vaccines, yeah. and my people are reluctant, I still have to pay for those vaccines, don't I not? Of course. Oh, yeah, of course. So if, if I'm not distributing them and they only have a certain lifespan in the fridge, what happens to all those vaccines? That's a good question. Right? So let's say my prime minister, for example, if I, if I was a Canadian, if I was a Greek Canadian for boy... Example. Overbought. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's, say, let's, say, let's say I was a Greek Canadian boy named Panayoti and I was in <laughs> Broussard and I was on a podcast with two Greek boys. Let's say. And I had a prime minister who, let's say, his name was Justin Trudeau. Yeah. And nothing on him because he was just the guy in place. So yeah. I'm not saying him, him, him. It, it, any him. Whoever. Yeah. He was him. He could have been a girl. Could have been Justine Trudeau. And... You know, they asked him a question, and this is where I say, hold on a second. Because he purchased the, how much was 70 million yes. in doses? So, so hold on. That's hold, where he's going. Okay, yeah. so hold on a second. So they asked him, how much is it costing for each dose for the Canadians? They're not, they're not saying. No. So his yeah. answer was, and you could go back, I think it was on one of the debates. I don't know if it was the French or the English. Yeah. Because I, I, you know, like I said, I forget COVID and forget yeah. Donald Trump. Okay. I, I just, politics have always intrigued me. So, They asked him straight out, and he said, well, I could tell you, and I, I'm going to say, not verbatim, but pretty much what he said, is that I can't, you know, all I could tell you is that through the hard work and the diligent work of my cabinet, we have made very good deals with our friends, and we got it at a very good price. Yeah. That was his answer. So now, let's say, let's say the curve is flattened. Let's say uh, our, our hospitals are not overwhelmed. Let's say we could handle it. Let's say... Science tells us that less than 1% of people with pre-existing conditions in a certain age group are more likely to die to get it. Let's say all that science is right. So now we've reached a capacity where they haven't used all 70 million or 100 million doses that he bought, that he promised to, to purchase. And let's say, you know, like there's no more symptoms. And come January, like... It, it, it was like, ah. We need new clients. Fuck COVID. You know, like I'm not, they, we're done with it. Let, they still have to pay. Now in the States, multiply it by 10. Mm-hmm. In Australia, about the same as us. So worldwide, worldwide, there's a lot of purchases that have been made on those vaccines. Oh, no, these yeah. And those governments, know. and those governments have to pay for them. Yeah, no, no, these companies Absolutely. have made trillions so, of dollars. Not yeah. trillions, I think it's 46 billion. Well, whatever, whatever it is. I think the last figure was 46 billion. It's not a conspiracy theory. No, no, no. I'm just bringing it's up not. a point. Yeah, no, no, it's a good we, Because I'm a point. business guy. No, it's a good point. And the question I, I, I'm mark a business that, guy, right? And, and, I, and I know I bought this. But thing. you're not the only one that's, uh, that's questioning this. And the, the big question mark that is coming out is, 
did they know from the very beginning that but, the extra dose would be required, the booster shot, right? And but they the, knew it, the, so that's why they, they, they... Who knows what what information really, they Really? They were that informed from who that knows? time? When they told us it was going to take two weeks to a month and we're a year and a half in and we still have another year to go, yeah. they didn't know shit and, they're, and, and they know what they did and... We know that the economy need, and I'm not saying that the, the in any way, you know, that the vaccine is not doesn't work or the, the the virus is not real. However, the whole thing about you see, it's it's the lying that bothered me. Whether it was the Trumpists, whether it was the leftists, whether it was the the, the Trudeau guys, or you know, the, the lying is is what has gotten people. You mean the improv. The improv, like, what, yeah, and, and, yeah. and they're not sure, right, at the beginning when they said this, and then they said this, and we're not sure. They just come out and say, we're not sure, we're taking this one step at a time, stick with us, let's work together on it. Something yeah. like that, right? But that's the difference between science and politics. Mm -hmm. Science it says, I don't know. Right. Politics is like, I gotta say something. Because no science is Let, gonna tell you 100% certainty. Yes, the law ever, gonna leave the, ever. You know. But uh, politicians are gonna be like, I gotta say something here, make it look nice, make it look believable. Mm -hmm. And I just wanna come back to that, because I'm not really worried what's on top. I don't care what's on top. Why? Because I know there's billions of dollars to be made. Yeah. And I'm a capitalist, and I agree with capitalism, and I don't have a problem with Pfizer making money. Mm -hmm. But I have a problem with Pfizer making money. By when, forcing us. By, exactly. Yeah. And when a government says, Sorry, I'm not responsible, the mic there. Pfizer's not responsible. The doctor administering or the, the, the nurse is not responsible, but you're irresponsible if you don't take it. Oof, yeah. that I have a problem with. And, and as soon as it's declared as a vaccine... We can never sue the government. So if there's any problems with the vaccine or whatever, yeah. the government is scot-free. It's fine. Which I understand because it's very risky. And I'm not against that. And I'm not, you know, conspiracy theory or, no, oh, no, you're no. so smart. And you, uh, that's not it. I'm just thinking from a business standpoint. So, so okay. So and I'm not even an anti-vaxxer. Me neither. I'm no, not an anti-vaxxer. I just yeah. thought it's like, this is, I'm just a man it's botched. The, the, man the mandate thing worries mm. me because of the, the, the botching and the, the misinformation that was given from the beginning yeah. from all sides. And just to, just to, to finalize what I was saying, it, just, it's, it doesn't bother me what's on top. I don't care. What bothers me is on the bottom. And on the bottom, people are operating from different uh, premises. Mm -hmm. Some people, it's fear mongering. Mm -hmm. It's I, I'm just afraid. And other people, it's like more reasoning. Yeah. And you know what? Critical thinking is fine on both sides. But the people that really messed it up are the people that are afraid of their shadow mm -hmm. and wear masks when they bathe. <laughs> and then there's the people on the other side that don't care, no distancing. They're, mm -hmm. they're just like the vigilantes. Yeah, you, again, you got the extreme on yeah, every that's side, right. you know? That's right. It's, but it's, operate from logic. Don't and, operate and, from and fear. And also, like in the beginning when COVID did hit, for example, they were talking about, you know, oh, did it come from uh, a lab or what they called at that time the wet market, yeah. which was never considered as a racial remark. What was considered racial was to say that Chinese virus, Chinese virus, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not uh, advocating Trump, whatever, saying that, but that was the big thing that it was the China virus or whatever, and, and they were saying, oh, it's such a racist thing, until everybody on the left realized, or everybody on one side realized that when we say it wasn't a lab, it's what the Chinese people eat that made it at the wet market. They stopped calling it a wet market and they changed it to, I believe, free market or clean market. Yeah. <laughs> and they stopped saying it came from their food. So which one is more racist? A racist? Are you, because of what the Chinese people eat, they eat cats and they eat, this is why, bats, this is why we got sick? Or could it, could it have come from a lab? Right. Which if it did, we're not pointing fingers. No, but it's, the Chinese virus is precedence to the Spanish flu. Yeah. It, it, it originates there. You're going to call it that. I know that. I'm you just know? saying how stupid it yeah, is. Yeah, of course. And then when you start seeing this, and then you tell me, okay, now you have to trust me about your with your life. 
I'm the same guy who just said what I said, but now you have to trust me with your life. Yeah, yeah. And and that's what I mean when it, no. it's so distorted. And I'm not saying people need to think for themselves. So when I came to the vaccination, like you guys, I'm a team player. I thought about me. I thought about my wife. I said, you know, my business, whatever. I've had my kids, you know, there's all kinds of things. Oh, it could, it could affect you this and that. You know what? We do so much shit in our life that could affect us in, in, in many ways. But I did not go against, and I re- was reluctant. I was one of the later ones who took it. But I've never taken a flu shot in my life. Neither have I. And yeah, before, before COVID. So it's not like I've always listened to what the government has told me, and now I'm being an anti-vaxxer. I've never taken a flu shot in my freaking life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, obviously I was going to be like, hold on a second, which was the... Just hold on a second. I'd like I'd like to ask a couple of questions. Yeah, you know, and yeah. my questions. Let me think about it. Let me think about it. And and well, you know, like don't you, be upset if I want to ask questions. Yes, <laughs> and and you're risking the lives of anybody. Else, but so are you. So everybody is. You could infect me. I can infect you. It doesn't. You know, it doesn't really. No, but you know that it gets a little bit out of hand. And I'm just going to allude to like th- three different things where we're dealing with with all this stuff, and then what happens is. I agree with you with all the uncertainty, mm-hmm. but I do agree with you with critical thinking, and I do agree everyone can make their own choices. Mm-hmm. When things get a little bit more like in the draconian measure kind of domain, mm-hmm. and when when the discourse becomes crazy, like um, I know a lot of kids between five and eleven didn't get the vac- uh, didn't get COVID, but we have a shot for them. Um, in some countries, if you don't take the the shot, you're a criminal. Mm-hmm. And let's be careful because the unvaccinated are going to affect the vaccinated. Mm-hmm. This stuff sounds weird. Well, it's also weird when you walk into a restaurant, you have to give your passport, but the cook doesn't have to be vaccinated. The guy works But, there, but when yeah. he takes off the apron, he can't eat there as a customer, yeah, but he yeah, can cook we your said food. That, we said yeah, that, we said that. But yeah. So, and it, There's a lot of things that don't make sense. No, but that's what... That's, let, let's just take no, five because minutes. Because of the labor so, laws, yeah. So, so if, if we're, you're right, a lot of it doesn't make sense, okay? And this is our point. This is the point. And this is my point. If it doesn't make sense because we're unsure, then don't don't stake your claim, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, don't, don't make us... So okay, so, and, so and that don't d- divide us over something that none of us are sure of yet, and right? and th- that's a trait. But don't that, be ignorant. That either. two people share. That. Yeah, the very intelligent person mm-hmm. and the very dumb person are closer than you think. Yes. they both think they're right. Yes, yeah. right, because right. an intelligent person thinks he's right because he has so much information, information and, and knowledge. And then the guy who just knows nothing is yeah. he's limited. So mm-hmm. it's like I'm sure because that's all the information I have. Yes, yeah. Okay, so, so, so just don't be sure. So, yeah. So so let's bring this back now. We all have kids that are in that demographic. Mm-hmm. Uh, how old is my five you know, to eleven? Yeah, yeah. One, one minus the, the youngest one is three. So I, I hope I won't. You know what's gonna happen? I hope we don't get there. They're but gonna force us. We're gonna shut up and we're gonna do. Yeah, it. Gonna well, do she'll it. probably. It's a she. You, you, yeah, yeah, two dollars, she, yeah. She, she's gonna need it by the time she goes to kindergarten. Yeah. So you, if it'll it be an annual thing. You gotta get your uh, COVID shot. It's gonna this go year. on the booklet and, you know, or whatever. You know what's crazy? When I had to 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 make the decision with my wife to vaccinate my son. It wasn't. It wasn't a scientific debate. It wasn't. Let's look at it. It, it was not you know, to deprive him of his, there you something go. that he was passionate. It about. It was an hour and a half of like, man, if we don't do this, he won't be able to play soccer. He's not going to have the extra curricular here. Mm-hmm. He won't be able to see this. Is it's like we're not. You see, you see, you see where the conversation went. Yeah. They so, kind of. They, and the thing is that nobody's going to take responsibility for any of the end results except for you and your wife. That's right. That's that's what it is. That that you know and. I think that's what makes people more emotional about it. Because since I did make the choice, please don't tell me I made the choice, the wrong choice for my yeah. kid. For you to come and tell me that I might be jeopardizing my kid now, yeah. you're offending me. 
So that's what happens. You know People what's funny? You know, you know what's funny. I, I understand that too. So like, uh, as soon as, as you know, when, just don't judge. When the when the government here in Quebec announced that they had uh, that they were going to start the vaccination uh, for the five to eleven demographic, my my wife was scrolling through, uh, I think through Twitter, I, I can't remember, and she saw the headline, and uh, the you know Premier Legault over here, the I'm sure it wasn't the only reasoning, but that's what they took to put in that because that's how news works now, right? Yeah, yeah, the caption. <laughs> yeah, so and it was just dumb because it's like, you know, the five to eleven year olds need to get vaccinated because we need to flatten the curve. No, 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 because you know they need like the grandparents need to hug their kids again. Yeah, they need I to remember. See them. <laughs> it's like what I, I the fuck? Yeah, I remember. It's like, dude, they've been hugging the grandkids for months now because yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody's yeah, like yeah. my parents live upstairs <laughs> for me and you know oh, like my parents, parents yeah. yeah, you know so so at the end at the end of the day, you know like you're right. That's that's what that's my that's the only thing that I just would wish that people just a little bit more of just be cool a little bit about it. We're in a tough situation. Yeah. Just a little bit. Be a little cool. We're, none of us are sure. And, and the other thing is, don't, just because I'm exercising my right to be critical about something, mm -hmm. don't put me in the category of, of the conspiracy theorist anti-vaxxer. Yeah, exactly. Like That's do, what, Don't put me, in, I'm not in that category. Let me ask you, which side of the uh, Berlin Wall was right? What do you mean? Well, it, dep it depends. I mean, that wall uh, was up for a while. It divided like the yeah, country. Now they finally took it down. What happened? Yeah. What was the division? For? Well, it, 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 it's not a trick question. I'm not trying no, 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 to. I'm, I know, I'm not I know trying to test saying. your knowledge. No, no, of, I know. Of I, know German, I know what you're saying, uh, and, I, I, and it's very limited. But it, it, I think it depends on the culture that you have. Because if no, you obviously the Western one. Yeah, I know. But Chris, if you were living in the Eastern part, you were conditioned to think that you were right. Yeah. You yeah, but the reason that's, it went that's, down. That's his the, question. The reason that's it went down because it's you understood that they were wrong. Yeah, no, I yeah. know. <laughs> so I'm just saying, right? So like, but the wall showed a clear divide. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm sure there's there's some of the Eastern mentality that will still have spilled over after the wall to, yeah, to create yeah. a balance between the two, yeah. right? And, and so now, so what proves that they were wrong is they were wrong because we saw the outcome of the of the thinking, right? Yeah. So let's say in five years from now, our you know proverbial wall, the vaccine wall, mm -hmm. uh, it comes down. We're gonna know. It's not like I was right, you were wrong. No, eventually what you're saying is that the information is going to be The information public. is going to be public yeah. and we're going to know more. Yeah. So, you know what? Like, just be a little bit cooler yeah. about it. Just and and cool. that's, that, that was my point. So we're the kids. I, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't like, like Samuel Jackson. I know it's a, it's, it's a very... It's, <laughs> yeah. a, it's a... Say, bitch, be cool. <laughs> say, yeah. bitch, be... You know, you yeah. know, uh, remember yeah. that in Pulp Fiction? Fiction? Yeah, yeah. The way he's telling you, he's telling the guy, tell tell your girl to be cool. Yeah, say, bitch, be cool. Yeah, say, tell, tell, tell. You know, so, like, <laughs> fucking movie, man. It was amazing. That's, that's so I, I, think, I think it's a little bit of dose of coolness. It could come in handy right now for most yeah, people. Because yeah. people are scared, man. Yeah. You know, people are scared. People are, you know what, Peter, man? And you know what? Sorry. Look, here, here's the thing. I, I, I know that people were scared in the beginning. I was afraid in the beginning, too. And, and I remember telling my wife, I'm like, very, I remember this very specifically. Telling her, you know what? I don't know how long this is gonna last, but I just feel like the more that this advance, uh, the, 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 this advances, we're just gonna be naturally kind of just phased out about the whole thing, yeah. and everything is just gonna just go back to normal eventually. Not because someone told us that okay, it's done, let's go. Yeah. Just because naturally we're just gonna yeah. 
progressively go back to reality until and I feel the next like, and thing it, comes. No, but I feel like and that's th- where we were. This and this, and and I think we're even closer than to that than we think. I think we've already been almost there. And what's no? I think we were there, dude. Yeah. I feel like uh, you know, okay. I, we so were then there. my question for you comes in again, and that's why. I'm sorry, and that's, that's why, why the weird. amount of of money that is you know purchases were made and why they were still pushing and the government is like like I I, I don't know. I just want to see in the future. But do you want to vaccinate our kids? It's gonna be a tough a tough call for for my wife and I. You know? so. I, I, I mean, at the same time, man, it's like you know all those mandatory vaccines that yeah. they get. Yeah, already. There's. Do you know? No, I mean that's different. You know I mean? Well, some of do... those vaccines have been developed in thirty-five yeah. years. But wait right. a second, yeah. you're not twelve months, but not approved. Yes, but and the thing is, you're right about that, Chris. But also, if you do the research. Okay, so now if you want to go back into another conversation, because we could have that another day, or you guys, we could do some research about it, is the effects of those vaccine changes in long, kids long term, long term, what they are affecting us today. Because I am one of those kids, and so are you, and so are you. Yeah. And there's more to come, right? So your levels of certain uh, enzymes in your body, uh, whether you have, you know, mm-hmm. more, there's more bald men, like, you know, uh, stuff like that. God damn it. You know, there's uh, testosterone levels, there's estrogen levels, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, uh, that that stupid, really crazy conspiracy theory of the feminization of men—you know, like those kind of things—and and where we've gone. So only over time we know, and we do it yeah. anyways. Listen, we eat. Well, it makes sense in retrospect. I we, mean, look, I don't know. I don't know for a fact. We, we but garbage all the time, right? Nobody yeah. complains. So, like, I don't think the vaccine yeah. is going to kill us. Uh, no, obviously not. But and and again, I don't know for a fact. But I I think that. Those vaccines that our kids get early on, I don't even remember. I don't even remember them and how long and at what point. Well, your little one still has a few more until she's five. Yeah, because you're conditioned to just go do them. Yeah, yeah. show no, the but, booklet. No, but, it's like when will it come in? And, yeah. and I'm, I may be saying anything now, but I feel like those vaccines are absolute. It's like you get the vaccine; it's proven 100 percent that you're not going to get, for example, meningitis or whatever. Yes, but the adverse effects of all those vaccines in babies have had over the course of time. Yeah. They've seen, and yeah. it's not 100. They've, they've seen genetic changes. Yeah. This is part of eugenics. Yeah. They've seen, and then they drop some of them, and they change them, and they alter them because they see special, right, you know, they right, see effects. Yeah. You're going to tell me that there's no studies that they don't know if there's been more babies who've had certain conditions, you know, like a lot of the, you know, are we, are we, um, did we have as, as many, and again, not a conspiracy, just questions, right? I would just like to ask those questions. Am I ever going to get the real answers? Mm, no, yeah, but not. that does not stop me from asking the questions. Now, it, the effects that all these vaccines on the kids have had, if we truly do, truly do the studies, they might not be serious effects, but can we say, has there been more... Uh, Down uh, down, syndrome, or autism, autism. has there been more? How come, I'm going to ask you a simple question, and we're a little bit different in age, maybe about a decade apart or whatever, Mm -hmm. but um, relatively enough for for us to ask the question. I've hired a lot of younger kids in the last few years. I've kind of stopped doing that. When I mean younger kids, anywhere between 19 and 25. And yes, you could say the millennial thing and they're harder. And yes, I have a hard time with, with that type of thinking and I just have to get better at it. I'm not blaming them because mm-hmm. there's a whole generation of them. It's just I'm not good with it. And I'm, I'm openly admitting that I'm not good, not the best boss when it comes to that particular mindset. Not all of them, but the, so mm-hmm. my question is, is that uh, the the effects and, and, and that we've had on on. You know, making sure that everything is perfect on our our, our, our children, 
how good is that effect going to be and how are they going to do that? So, uh, you know, you say the vaccines and, and all that that they've mm-hmm. given the children and you see progress because they want them in their schools and whatever, whatever. But we don't know all the adverse effects. We can we can actually say that there's some things that are not are, are not panning out and they do change the vaccines. They do alter them to, for the better because they're always trying. Yeah. I don't think that the government is purposely trying to do anything in particular, but I think pharmaceutical companies, lobbyists, and people who have special interests do have a lot to say with what our kids are vaccinated with and what they eat. And you could see that today mm-hmm. in schools, and if it's not through through drug and, and administrating drugs, the indoctrination of kids and the teaching of kids and the influence that ideologies have on children, even in our age as mm-hmm. they were, they have an adverse effect just like vaccines. Is it clear on every single kid? No, but there has to be a study to see that there has been some, there has to be. Like vitamin D, for example, and that's a big one. From the time vitamin D was, they changed supplements in the 60s and the the amount that people were allowed to have in their dosage because vitamin D they found was was too high, whatever, there may be more cancer cases since that time because vitamin D is a big, right? So that was put in our foods. So government legislation is going to change our eating habits. That means that because you were elected as a government official and you have a background in in some sort of dietary background, when you start legislating for the whole world that you automatically are right. That means that no doctors and no scientists have were ever wrong about what we should eat in our food and the adverse effects. Are you talking about the food pyramid and the everything, the, the fat and the carbs and how the carbs e- came later e- with the cereals? E- and Everything, like all those things, even from the fact of eating corn, which corn, corn is not something that yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. digest, but it helped the farmers out, right? Well, they wanted, they wanted to feed housing? a lot of people. How about housing, for example, yeah. right? The whole housing market is people didn't have houses before, but the banks realized if they want to make money, they have to lend money. So that's how houses started, right? Yeah. They, in, a, in brief, it's a very, very short description, in the 30s and 40s where the banks, they, they, started, they, they started making communities, so they were lending money. That's how people got houses, so yeah. everybody could have a house. Yeah. But that's what, that's what made banks rich. So it's the same thing with vaccine. I'm not saying they're purposely done. The, the greatest thing ever said about conspiracy theory is that people don't sit around a table and try to make bad in the world. Yeah. The best conspiracy theories, uh, the, the knowledge is that when a group of people put an, uh, something in effect and, and, and something that starts to perpetuate and move, there's an effect. And then they look at the effect and they alter the effect or they alter how, what they do to make the effect better for them. Mm. That's the theory. They're not set out to kill the world. Yeah. They see the advantage. They see the and advantage. They, and, they, and they seize the advantage. Yeah. So yeah. When, when we wanted Social Security and people were saying, oh, they're going to chip us and they're gonna, the government's going to spend millions of dollars to chip everybody. Now we spend $1,000, $2,000 on our phones and we give them all the information for free. <laughs> that wasn't planned. But when the iPhone came, when the, the, the intelligence came on the phone, they, they started seeing. So the people and the legislators, they saw how to use it. So it's not like 2,000 years ago, somebody planned to have the iPhone 2,000 years later yeah. to take over the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, let's be honest. Like, no, they just use it to yeah. their advantage. And that's what I wanted. I just wanted to say that because we throw around the word science, and it's a heavy word. It weighs a lot. A lot. And I'm not denigrating science. I studied science. I still apply science daily, right, in my career. So it's not about that. But science is only correct until it's not. They're not, and it's changed. Yeah. And you know what? It's like we say, this is the science, this is the science. Well, science is always moving, it's always changing, mm-hmm. right? There's, a, there's a, a morphology to science. There's other people that come up with new hypotheses. Evolution. Yeah. So you, you, you know what? Think about it. Like a stupid example, but 10 years ago, eggs had cholesterol. 
today, they still have cholesterol, but your body absorbs it, so it won't raise your cholesterol, right? right? So things change. Fat was bad 20 years ago, right? The whole attack on fat, right? Mm -hmm. You couldn't have fat, and then what did they yeah. do? They removed all the fat from the food and put sugar, yeah. and now we have a... a, 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 di a, a diabetes. A diabetes. <laughs> Bro, I don't, so I don't, that's going to change. I, I, I don't want to take you to another... Uh, no, but you, what I'm saying is that... When go, George, take us. No, because you're, no, you're talking about food... Like, no, no, wait, I, I've been wondering the last couple of years... How come watermelons don't 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 longer have any seeds? Yeah. Oh, you fucked me up there. I lost everything. I lost. I lost my train <laughs> sorry, of thought. That's, sorry, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just, I, I know everything I, is I genetically modified. That's yeah, but easy. he would have forgotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right. That, you know. All I'm trying to say is that I hear a lot of people. First of all, people that are not into science, they're not scientists, and they'll say, "But well, that's what the science says," and they don't understand how science works. Yeah. You know what I mean? Science is only correct until, and a true scientist I, wants to prove I, uh, uh, theories wrong. I don't know how much time we have left, but I just ask you, like, we can go forever. Banking, banking, no, like going on what you said. So you're right. Like the last, the last, you could repeat the last statement you said was like that. Where do you, where do you end that question? Like yeah. uh, at the end of the day. You said the watermelon no longer has seeds. Yeah, man. Everything so is genetically modified, yeah. right? Again, I'm not going to harp on the COVID thing, but I have to say <laughs> the vaccine is genetically modified. It is. It, it's it's not a conventional vaccine. The right. Pfizer vaccine is, a, yeah. Not just, I think, more than one. I think, I think that one, the, the conventional one is uh, well, Moderna or AstraZeneca. Or, or One of them is conventional. One of them is conventional. The, the other rest ones are... are the, uh, yeah, I think yeah. AstraZeneca was conventional. Yeah. The other ones are or mRNAs or whatever they're called. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just telling you, to the point where now we're like, so... And we're fine with it. And, and, and you know, like booster, booster boost drinks, you know, like what the hell's in there? Like yeah. you don't need to eat anymore. You could just drink this. No, but the joke I have with the, with the boosters is going to be we're going to get. And this is what I tell my father in law, and he laughs. We're going to be at a point where I'm going to be blaming you because I had my seventh shot and you only had your sixth, <laughs> and you're going to be a threat. You know what I mean? It's going to be like I got seven, you only have your six. You're, you're I was I was actually referring to the boost, you know, the drink where you <laughs> no, no, I know, I know. you did you yeah. you know that that that's it. That's, you don't need they're any so other meal of the man. They're so delicious. Yeah, they're a little pasty, but I mean that's yeah. okay. I mean. But that's what it is, man. It's like we're gonna get through COVID. COVID's here to stay. It's gonna, it's gonna have. Uh, it's, it's gonna, gonna take a different. It's name. gonna mutate into different things yeah. with different variants, and then we're gonna look. We're coming. We're either in a crisis. We're either coming out of a crisis or getting into a new one, and that's life. But we always are. No, but that's right. But that's why you you said before resilience. Yeah, man. The word is resilience. No panic. No fear mongering. And more logic and more reasoning, and we'll solve problems. So you don't find and it, you need yeah. both to sit at the table to have a discussion. Are we? Gonna you don't. Go you don't want the division. Are we going into AI? Or are we? Are we wait, wait. So we wait, can wait, do wait, another wait. one. AI. So I love AI. So, so, so you don't find it strange that when you cut your watermelon, you don't see seeds anymore. <laughs> I think that. I think that's ridiculous. I think that's ridiculous to be honest with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, like it's crazy. Yeah. And it happened kind of like there was this transition where you didn't like it wasn't like an like abrupt there were ten, change. There were ten, and then there were three. <laughs> no, no, like, <laughs> it's slowly, like it's slowly. No, but that's the same reaction you <laughs> had have, when did they have like the last of the Mohican watermelons, the ten, the ten <laughs> seed, the, the ten seeded watermelon, the last one at IG. Wasn't the same reaction when you saw pink broccoli or purple broccoli for the first time, or uh, purple uh, cauliflower for the first time? The red cabbage, you mean? No, no, it was purple cauliflower. We bought, yeah, yeah. and we've also bought yeah, yeah. black I think, tomatoes. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen that black. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Anyways, whatever, man. But uh, we're 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 a crazy species. Uh, we're set in our ways. We have flaws. We mm -hmm. have cognitive flaws. Mm -hmm. And 
I, you know what? There's a dichotomy between left and right, and it's a little bit more pronounced now. But I believe you need both, mm-hmm. and it's another rabbit hole. Free speech, but we'll save it for another time. Yeah. We'll, we'll get you back on for that one. Tell me something, because for people who don't know, your 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 wife is is a great singer, and she sings she she sings with Chris. Are you worried at all that? All weekend, she spends it with guys that are fucking spitting in her face practically or acting all dumb and shit. Okay, so you know what? I, when it comes to the... You know, when it comes... I'm assuming that's what happens. No, no, I don't know. I, when, it comes, when it comes to the COVID thing... Spitting in each other's when it, face. When it comes to the COVID thing, I would tell you, no. It's okay. never crossed my mind. Wait, wait, Peter, let me just say something. People don't come and spit on our faces. Okay? I, I don't know, but he know. I know <laughs> what he's saying because they're sweating and they're dancing. And there's times where she, you know, she might have to whatever. And then there's there's guys and girls approaching. Let's understand one thing. Sorry, just another parenthesis. That's not like a showroom. You know what I mean? Like the, it's yeah. not even a stage. It's like you're singing, and the guy literally is like right here, like a foot away from your face. You know what no, I mean? No, 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 no. We have a good meter, meter and a half. Now, yeah, I change yeah. it to the metric. Just, just. Yeah, No, no. I mean, look. Um, it doesn't cross my mind I, and I'm, yeah. I'm not just saying that because I like I said I, I'm not that worried about it I, I I respect every business owner I respect people to try to have some sort of dignity do I think that every restaurant is going to adhere to everything no is it possible that my wife gets sick yes is it possible that his gets sick uh, that Chris gets sick yes but I also know well I shouldn't I'm vaccinated I know I, but yeah. okay, so we won't <laughs> so <laughs> You know, but I also know the, I don't know, you want to play the percentage game, the percentage of that happening with the other percentage of number one, you know, she hasn't been singing in two years. They hadn't been, you know, they, and, you know, both my wife and I are are musicians. And for me as a drummer, I haven't gigged in like freaking since, since a long time. And as a matter of fact, when I said before that COVID has made it better for me, I mean, construction wise, because that's what I, you know, my, my, my income is through construction, which was my family business for the longest time. We, we've done well, but musically I haven't been gigging and I've done in my past over 3000 gigs. So I have a lot of history of playing. But I wasn't practicing a lot for the yeah. last few years because we were gigging more and I kind of lost touch. But now since COVID, I redid my, I'm, I'm practicing all the time. Yeah. I have a better touch with my... So I know the effect. And what my point is, I know the effect of touching your instrument. Yeah. So I know what it does also. Sometimes they come back from Ethos and like it was in a great night. But just the fact when you get mm-hmm. out there and you have that epaphy, you have that, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. connection with your instrument. Mm-hmm. So when my wife goes out and sings, it also, people. it also, you know... She's also sacrificed a lot, my wife, right? We got married in 2008, then we have, we've had three kids, and she's been a singer for a long time. We met in music. Mm-hmm. So she had to put that on the table. Yeah. Uh, so have I. I had to put my music career a little bit on the table. But I, I've never, never once regretted it. Yeah. And the good thing about music, now I'm in my 50s, I'm a better player today, especially in the last two years that I've been really just practicing and not gigging. My playing has gotten so much better. I've, I have a better relationship with the instrument. I have a better relationship with my wife. I have a better, like everything gets better because it's one of the things that you, I love to do. Mm. So if I love to do that and my wife gets an opportunity to do it twice a week and still makes a little bit of extra cash on it, which is always good. No one's going to yeah. complain. But, and, and it has that, that connection and comes back. It, I, again, I'm weighing out the, the averages. You know, pe- people that are listening or watching that have zero you know, uh, relationship with music, they don't, you know, they can't grasp how 
um, how much you, you you desire this, right? Especially like if, I mean, I played. I mean, not not so much. I mean, we 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 did a couple shows and stuff, and mm -hmm. it well, was we, fun. We've actually did a one or two. So been in the studio together. We at my studio. We yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, I I never had you know the the experience you guys had, right? But um, and still inside me, it's like, oh man, I just want to get out there, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. And people don't understand that. Like, I just want people to understand how you know thirsty I'll, you get. Like, Chris, to, Chris, Chris has it. All, Chris Chris has it all the time. He's like, and we always question. Was like, dude, how did how did your wife, you know, yeah. allow you like every you know two weeks uh, in a month to just? It used to be every week. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's just because you need it, man. It's just because it's. I'm gonna part I'm of gonna go are. twofold on that question and 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 go back to something we spoke about at the beginning because this is it's very uh, relevant is the marriage thing, right? So I was talking about before when I, I I felt like as human beings, right, we have insecurities and those insecurities at some point were played upon when in a in 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 a love fest society, if we want to call yeah. it. So then then you know, certain amount of a thousand years ago we, we kind of said, you know what, maybe it's good if we just like man and woman and, and you keep yours and I I know my wife is cute, yours is cute, but you know there has to be some sort of balance in in in, in, in the middle. So as time goes on, I think the best relationships, wh whether it's marriages or whatever, is when people on both sides of the table come to the table with a little bit of confidence. Just enough to work on making that confidence more. And that confidence becomes trust. So there's two things. I trust that my wife is happy when she goes to her job. I trust that she's going to do the right thing. And by any chance, if there's any, any sign of symptom or whatever, that she'll do the right thing. And from the security standpoint, as a husband who's not there with their wife, who's a singer in a club every Saturday nah, playing, yeah, my, my Peter, me, my Peter, my work on myself to have my own self-esteem, my own confidence high enough to not be worried yeah, about my wife yeah, yeah. being there is, 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 is a good feeling for me to aspire to. So I could be a no-no and my wife is not... I could be one of those guys. And, and God yeah. forbid that people would actually listen to some guys who are white... What did you say? What, a white heterosexual... Mm. Male. Male, probably in the eyes of most people, misogynistic and whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I would never command my wife to do anything except be as much as she can of herself. But there are guys who are like that. Yeah. But I'll tell you this. There's a lot of guys who are in a relationship that they're overly verbally abused by their wives. I've seen it so many times, yeah. especially when I, as a contractor. And I will tell you, They're, they're, For yeah, every yeah. one man <laughs> that abuses his wife, either physically or mentally, there's one woman who does the same to her husband. Yeah. Math is math. I don't care what anybody says, and I'm I'm living proof. I've seen it. It's not all women know how to treat their men, and not how all men know how to treat their women. And when I mean men and women, I mean even uh, you know uh, other types of sexual relations, meaning men and men, whether it's a yeah. gay relationship, yeah. doesn't matter. When you we're talking about your partner, we're talking about the person who smells your your stink. And smells everything about you and knows everything about you. When and it comes still in, loves you. And still loves you. When it comes into those things, when you have two people who give that much of themselves together, trust is a big factor. Confidence is a big factor. And there's no one type of gender or one type of person that is more abusive to somebody else than another. Tell me something now. People got to be cool, man. Just be a little bit cooler. That's uh, it. You know? uh, Say, bitch, be cool. <laughs> bitch, be cool, man. Or, so, uh, bastard, bastard, be cool. <laughs> uh, just another question now because it, it must be interesting for the people listening. Uh, so... Two weeks out of the month, uh, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? No. Oh, Saturday, Friday, Saturday. Friday, Saturday. What time you guys start? 
Well, now it's a little earlier. A little but, earlier. Uh, say 8 o'clock. Okay, 8 o'clock, which means that, she, you know, uh, Fula needs to be out of the house, let's say, by 7 yeah. ish. And she does, still does her cooking and does the mom thing and then dolls herself up. No, and but then... what I'm saying is, okay, she's gone now. You have to take care of the kids yeah. during the rest of the day. How, how is that? Listen, I have I have a, a good dynamic with my children. Yeah. I have to admit, okay, uh, I'm I'm not the most hands on on dad. I I take I take my times out, okay. So I have my 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 bathroom time, my my man time, or you want to call yeah. it man time. I I get that. My wife gives that to me, yeah. but in turn, I try to give it to her. But when it comes to prepping the kids in the morning for school, she's got it down packed. Lately, I've been trying to give in more, but sometimes I work nights I or whatever. Yeah, no, you I, know, I'm I try. I, I try to help with the laundry. She hates the way I fold, but I'll always pitch in and help with the laundry. I do dishes when I have to do dishes. When she's working, I do help out, but she does most of the cooking, yeah. whatever. And, and my my job also requires a lot of physical, but I still, I, I get at least three days a weekend where I get to practice. I go to Kung Fu twice a week. She gives me so many freedoms. Yeah, yeah. Then you know what? You know, folding some clothes or doing the extra thing, whatever, it's like a cakewalk because yeah. she's good with that. But in turn... When she goes to work on Saturdays, I'm with the kids, and I don't have a problem. We have a we have a big house. You, you handle it well. Uh, you got you got to admit that it's the weekend, right? Listen, so you can be a little bit more honestly, lenient. George. Like, do you I hand, to... do I handle it well? I'll tell you when my kids are. We'll have this conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. at seven because <laughs> I don't know how good of a. I know that I try to be cool. You know, I I, I you know I've, I'll let my my my, my six year old dip her little her pinky into my whiskey once in a while. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't like, tell mom. <laughs> you know, no. Like I'm yeah. just telling you, like I I have a good rapport with my kids, yeah. but I I've never hit my kids. But when when daddy gets upset. The only thing my go-to is I, I am. I'm a screamer. I would like to control that. I don't want a screamer, meaning I raise my voice. Yeah. I raise my voice high. And when my when I when my voice goes up, the kids know now daddy is serious. Yeah. So I you know, I, I grew up in a family, a Greek family, and I'm not saying we don't. I'm not going to. Yeah, we're not going to generalize. Yeah. Generalize whatever, but I, you know, there was some, it, it was loud. It was loud. Loud, yeah. and there was disciplining going on yeah. in the house. So no, but it's in nature too, man. You know, so, the lion roars. Yeah, the lion. So. <laughs> But they get it. And then I see the adverse effect that sometimes they, when they're talking to each other, they're raising their voice. Yeah. But if it minimizes the, 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 the hitting or the violence or, or finding better ways to, uh, you know. So, uh, look, I'll do Uno, Monopoly. Uh, we play soccer, hockey, uh, whatever, with the girls, two on two, on two whatever, in the basement. Uh, I, I do uh, charades with them. We have our own games, like uh, certain things where I hide around the house. I do my, my, my witch comes to life. I have like a witch costume, like all, <laughs> all those things. Like, all right. Yeah. yeah like, I want to see that. You know, I, I'm very good with the, very good. I, I, I never say I'm very good at anything. I try my best to be good at, uh, I like to do um, scavenger hunts. We did a really, really good one this year. My wife and I entertained uh, 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 the limit, the maximum limit of people that are allowed <laughs> in, in your house during COVID. Uh, we, 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 we did that exact limit to the number minus one person, uh, whatever that number is. So, uh, we, you know, like stuff like that. So I like scavenger hunts. Like my, my son plays hockey. I coach hockey on top. Oh, wow. So I'm, look, I keep busy, but I love it. Mm. So Kung Fu, drums, uh, my wife, three children, uh, two construction companies. My wife works with me in the construction company as well. She does most of the administrative. She's amazing when it comes to that. Do we have our, our, our hard point? Oh, absolutely. But my parents live upstairs, so I have help from them. It's a lot of help, yeah. But yeah, I, it's, it's a village. But I give back. And we're talking about tolerance. 
I come to the table, and it's not an ego thing. I'm not saying if anybody really wants to know about a little bit of who I am. I come to the table with as much as I could bring to the table. You could count on me on a lot of things. Yeah. I like to consider myself a foxhole guy. If you ever trapped in a foxhole, I'm one of those guys you want with me. I'm going to help you out, and I'm going to make sure I don't quit. I'm not a quitter. Mm. So I, I've never been a quitter. And I think I'm, I have a good a way to put good things together. But to what, like, I, you know, am I the best drummer? No, not even close. I'm, I don't even think I'm really that good. I just... I've had a lot of live experience and I'm trying to get better. Am I a great dad? Probably not, but I'm trying to get better. Yeah. So I'm I'm very real about who I am. Yeah. I, the yeah. Like it, it was, you know, mm -hmm. but at the same time, Chris will tell you maybe I don't give myself enough credit. But the moment I start doing that, I'm gonna slow down. Right. And at 52, I'm I'm still in pretty good shape. I breathe well. I try to do as much as I can. And I'm not saying I'm doing everything right. I've probably fucked up so many things and will again. But I just think people need to breathe a little deeper, be a little cooler, and listen to people a little bit more. Yeah. You know, my opinion is not the best one in the room. You're giving me a forum to talk my ass off because you're giving me this forum. But there's gonna be moments like I'd rather have be the listener. You know, yeah. So you have to know when. You have to know when to pull the trigger. And we had a conversation before about the great strengths and whatever. And on my iPhone, there's a ton. There's a ton of great quotes that I get and I and I, I live by. And I'm not. I don't live by quotes, but I I believe them. You know, like certain things. You know, like, you know, you know, someone. You know, an ignorant person will know nothing about humility. Or you know, like, and if I'm ignorant, then I I don't know when to draw back the line. But I'm sure there's people out there will tell you, you know, you've been a dick at some point. If we could, I could answer that question for you. And yes, I've been either drunk at a time like everybody else, or I've been financially strapped. So I've had to delay paying a friend some money because, you know, even with all the business uh, uh, adventures that I've done in my life and all the stuff, and even being a musician and traveling, sometimes I needed help because financially it doesn't always work out for right. you. You know, my first startup businesses like took a hit, right? Like everybody else, but I kept going. And now my businesses are doing better, but I've lost a lot of money in the process. I've gained some money. There's hurt, you know, nothing is ever perfect. I'm not perfect. So, you know, that's what it is. It's just to persevere. And I think if we... We're already out of it. People just stay the course. Stay the course. And, you know, we, we can't look at everybody else and judge everybody else on how they should be like us to comfort our own insecurities. If I'm right about something, it'll be proven. If I'm wrong, it'll be proven. I have to be ready to and willing to accept both, man. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's key to everything. So if you want me to answer, off, if we're going to finish soon, I could tell you what my... My analogy of the, yeah, the, the, I want to hear the difference between being a prick and being a dick. Yeah, let's do that, and then we'll end it on that. Yeah, okay, so yeah. okay, so now to keep it as clean as I can, my take, <laughs> my take on the two. Okay, so being a dick is like we've always said, you know, you're being a dick, right? So that's when somebody, guy or girl or both, uh, are in a situation where their behavior is really out of their out of their their, their character, and it's it's more circumstantial. That means. You know, you're having an argument and somebody disagrees with you and then you feel a little bit taken on. So you, you, you come out in a bad way. You say something stupid or, you know, if, like I said, you, you, you may owe somebody money and you don't want to stiff them, but you don't have it. So you might avoid the phone call. But that's being a little bit of a dick. Right. Yeah. But you do end up paying them. You know, you know what I mean? So circumstances, circumstances, the bad situation could make people go out and then we forgive them for saying something stupid. Now, that's being a dick. Being a prick is a little bit different. That's a little bit more deep rooted. That's not circumstantial. That has more to do with your character. Mm -hmm. That one's something like like it's a real freaking asshole. Okay, because he's a prick. 
So I tell my son and my friends, my take is you could undick yourself by doing the right thing after or apologizing, but you can't unprick yourself. Yeah. When somebody calls you a prick, like when I call you a prick, like that guy's a real prick. Like that's like the guy who cuts you off in whatever, whatever and whatever. But you know, you might say circumstance made him do that. He could be a dick. But when he does it over and over again, because he thinks he's the only guy on the road, he, that's a prick. So yeah. if the guy stiffs you for money, you lend the guy money and he doesn't have it to pay you back and avoids one or two calls and says, I'm a little bit embarrassed. I don't have the money. That's not, a, that's not a prick. But the guy who doesn't pay you back and I use money because if you want to get rid of friends, lend them money. It's the best. It's, I, I found if, if you don't like somebody for too long, just lend them money. Pay them. <laughs> pay them. Pay them. Give, give them money. <laughs> you get rid of them. It, it's, it's the best investment you'll ever do to peace of mind. I've always, money is the best. It, it clears the, so many problems. So, you know what I mean? So that's my analogy of the of the dick versus the prick. The prick is it's more rooted in character. So and, you're, and so you're better off being a dick, is what you're saying? Yeah. If you're gonna yeah. be yes, if, if if anybody, if you're gonna be, you're better off being a dick, and you have to know that you are. The acknowledgement of the dickness is the trophy. You understand? <laughs> But the prick never acknowledges or never knows he's a prick because yeah. it's in his character. He doesn't think it happened. Even in the when you moment. tell him, he doesn't believe it. No, yeah. me a prick never. Yeah. No, but you are. And they, actually, you will never tell a prick that he's a prick because you you don't even want him to know your opinion of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just like that guy's a prick. I'm out of here. Yeah. Like there's there's no going for it. And we'll leave it at that. Yeah. All right, guys, we're gonna we're gonna put a little period over there and end it on that note. Thank you all so much for tuning in, Peter. Thanks for coming, man. Hey, it was uh, it was a pleasure. I don't think we've ever gone this far. Maybe we have in the very beginning when we couldn't know, control we'll, thing, but um, we're getting Pete back. We should definitely, yeah, we should definitely get you back yeah. when, yes. when George is here because again, we don't we don't know where don't, George is. And then you know what? I have like in common. I have like with George, we've done a couple of gigs where we've been yeah. on stage together, yeah. and I would have, you know, he's a pretty strong hitter. Yeah, yeah. But now I can tell him it's taking me many years, but my hitting is getting stronger so i gotta start inspiring yeah. to hit like george you know? we're, we're still looking for george but guys by the way we, we don't know where, where george is eventually no, we're definitely gonna have peter back yeah. we have a couple of uh things to go yeah. a couple of rabbit holes to go yeah, into. yeah no problem yeah. pete thanks a lot for coming buddy we hey, appreciate thank you guys it. for having me it's been a pleasure and uh i love what you guys are doing and it's fun being a dad i gotta say it really is you know yes. uh, and especially when i reinforced with the great guys like yourself yeah. it's fun being a yeah. dad you know and, and, and we thought of a video Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're, yeah, we're gonna. We thought we're, of a video. Think about that. A collaboration. Speaking of videos, guys, uh, tune in. There's some excellent stuff that we're working on. Uh, some clips have been released on social media. I don't know if you guys saw them. Uh, you know, our, we're talking about you know to our five fans. Uh, maybe they saw. Maybe it's not five. Six. Uh, six. Six. <laughs> six. <laughs> there you go. I'm on board uh, now. So yeah, so there's a lot of stuff coming on, uh, coming up uh, in the next couple months. So uh, tune in, subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, on Facebook and on all the audio platforms. Hit those like buttons. Hit that- the like. Button. Th- that, I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> I have like no social media, by the way. I, 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 hit those like buttons. I like hit the like buttons and subscribe. Thank you all so much. Take care. See you on the next episode.